0: This is episode 709 for October 2021, and you're listening to the Spider-Man's Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is from uh, a C- ACIW, Alexa, and she is doing a violin cover of the No Way Home theme song, which includes a little bit of the 60s theme song from the Spider-Man cartoon. Very cool cover. I like that rendition of the Spider-Man theme song. Before we get to the episode, I want to thank people that made it possible for you to listen to it. They logged on to Patreon.com/crawlspace, and this particular episode they've had for two weeks. It's just one of the many perks that you get by being a member and helping me pay the bills. They also get uh, opportunities to get a CrawlSpace T-shirt, uh, CrawlSpace decals for your car or your laptop, also coffee mugs and hoodies. Exclusive episodes, uh, like our Spider Satellite episode, we we'll review usually about twenty different books each and every month. That episode's only available to Patreon members. So again, they, uh, thank you. Oh, I also forgot. In front of our live streams, they uh, get their names uh, placed on the front and the back ends of our live streams, and also they get their names read at the front of the audio version of the podcast. So. With that in mind, a big thank you goes out to Gene and Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Vinkman, Brian, David, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, John, Josh, Kelly, King Hillbilly, Laura, Mohammed, Noah P, uh, Force 33 Ryan, Sarah, Scott, F, Scott M, Will, hashtag something, good for you. We've also got Dala. AJ, Andrew, Bob, Craig, Dal, Datboy, Donnie, Avengy, Jeffrey, Gru Comics, Halfskimo, Ira, J, JB, Jared, John M, Curtis, Matthew, Michael, Mitzi86, N7 Stormtrooper22, Nick, and Patrick, and we also have Ryan, and Sailor Sega, Steven, Stuart S, and Symbiobro. Toby Z. So again, thank you to each and every one of those members for supporting our podcast and hope you can sign up and help support the site and get some exclusive perks like I just mentioned. Again, it's at patreon.com slash crawlspace. Alright, let's begin to wrap up Nick Spencer's run on Amazing Spider-Man. Hey CrawlSpacers, welcome to our ASM review show. Uh, ASM slash sinister war review. Let's introduce the panel that we've got tonight We've got Dark Mark in the house What's going on, Mark? Hey, hey,
1: how's it going? Going
0: good Happy Saturday night, talking comics Yeah <laughs> and, we <laughs> and we have George What's going on, George?
2: Uh, trying to stay cool uh, While well, it's uh, September here in Texas And September in Texas means it's still uh, hotter than, uh, than Satan's marbles
0: True, very true uh, speaking as someone who's hot, Jr. What's going on, Jr.?
3: <laughs> well, just trying to uh, trying to overcome the fact that my entire worldview has has been shattered. Why? These, what happened? These, what well, happened? these last couple of weeks. I mean, I oh, can't get into true. spoilers, but uh, yeah, right your now, whole
0: but, Norman Osborne view is is suddenly uh, changed. That I'm, guy I behind have, you is not the guy you knew before this I, month. I, I,
3: I may have to go into therapy, but if I do, I mean, it may be Mysterio <laughs> behind it all. Oh, so, wow. It was
2: Mysterio all <laughs> along. That's That song won an Emmy, by the way. Did you see that, Brad? It did.
0: I did. Very cool. We also have Kelly. What's going on, Kelly?
4: Hey, I was almost like wondering if I was just going to stay, stay backstage the whole time. Nope. I'm
0: one by <laughs> one. We it was the Kelly
2: best... all, all along. along. It was
0: Kelly all, all along. along. There you go. <laughs> Uh, we also have Javi going to join us soon. Uh, he looks like he's running a little bit late. Uh, I got a little bit of housekeeping uh, to go over before we start these reviews. Uh, we had a nice, I don't know if you guys, uh, the viewers log on to our Twitter much. Uh, it doesn't have as many fans as we do over on Facebook. and
2: uh, I try to stay it, off Twitter as much as possible. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm more of a Facebook dude. Um, but uh crawlspace one oh one is our handle over there, and we got a nice uh note from a man in Italy, and I'm gonna Ooh. pull it up. Uh he says, Hey guys, I was just listening to the 703rd show and almost died laughing when Brad predicted that Spencer was gonna tackle Sin's past. Can't wait to hear the gang what your thoughts are about how it was handled. Personally, I think it was handled really great. Love the show, and I wrote, Thank you so much. So look, I got one right. It only took
2: a long. It only, only took yeah, it only took over a decade. But well, it took
0: more than a decade for me to get one right.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, we also have a voicemail line, oh. and someone left a voicemail, oh. and they have a question for us. So I am going to pull that up right now and play it. Hey,
5: call answers. My name is Brian.
0: Calling from Connecticut. Oh, hold on a
5: second. Hold on.
0: Of course I messed it up. Okay, here, let, let's get Brian going back. I can barely hear it. Now you should be able to hear it.
3: Hey, Crawl Spacers. Is that better? My name is Brian, calling from Connecticut. Just uh, first and foremost, wanted to say I absolutely love the show. I've uh, been listening since probably 2016 now is when I discovered the show. I uh, haven't stopped. Uh, awesome. One quick question. Kind of curious what happened to all the old episodes, or a lot of the older episodes on... Uh, podcast or whatever it's called these days. You to you do a uh, uh, annual listen through all the
0: older stuff. Annual listen oh, through, wow. Well, so
3: maybe you can let me know. Take care. Hopefully, I talk to you guys
0: soon. Okay, so thanks for leaving us that voicemail, Brian. Here is the answer to your question. So let me get this window open. And
1: what was the question? I was having a hard time hearing it.
0: Oh, you couldn't hear it. It was uh, where are the older episodes on Apple iTunes? Oh, okay. uh, it was only showing a hundred or something like that, mm-hmm. and he couldn't figure that out. And I saw I after he left that voicemail, I uh, figured out that um, I had a setting or something on my host for the MP3s that. Um, it only had 100 for some reason. So now there are more than 100. Now there are 700 plus. So how do you get to the old episodes? So I am going to show you. So let's go to the crawl space over here. Let's blow this up and if you click on podcast right here and you click on crawl space podcast archives, the drop down, it takes you over to my host which is Podbean. So spiderandcrawlspace.podbean.com. And seven hundred and twelve episodes are ready for you to download, uh, going back to two thousand six of August. They're all up there.
2: Are they not all on? Um, um, I'm blanking now. Music app starts with the P. Pandora. Podbean. Pandora. Pandora. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're on Pandora. They're on all the um, podcast servers. Um, it, I'll go back and show you that, but first let me uh, give the phone number. If you want to leave us a voicemail or a question like Brian did 417-986-3338 is our phone number. Uh, if you look, I added a little something to the front of the, by the way, thank you to Neil for putting a new uh, logo up there. I think it looks kind of slick spider with the new logo. But if you go over here on the right hand side, uh, it's, these are some of the more popular podcast apps. So that's the direct link to the Crawl Space on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Podbean. You can talk to your Amazon Alexa or Ale- Alexa—that's the wrong <laughs> Amazon Alexa—and say "Play me the Crawl Space." I love Jr. And then hey. might get you there. Uh, player.fm, Listen Notes, and Stitcher—those are just some of the many that you can listen to and uh, hear
1: the show. So, hey, scroll up there a little bit, Brad.
0: Yes, sir. What's up? Just oh. A little
1: bit more, a little bit more. Yes, a little Is bit more. What you?
0: <laughs> a, little more. A, little more. a little bit more. What are we? More. What are we looking for? Look a bit
1: more. Go back down. Go back down. We just went right past it. You got to go back down.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yes. Oh, the cobwebs. Oh, there we go. Look at that. That time. The, hey, that looks like a good one right there. You know? Yeah. I'll check yeah. that one out. That that cobwebs there when I get off the podcast there. <laughs> so
0: yes, check out Mark's article. Every <laughs> month he does a cobwebs. <laughs> By the way, this, I have a funny story. I had never seen this comic before. About 10 years, I was in Chicago at the Wizard World Chicago Comic-Con. Saw this for sale, and I went over to Paul Jenkins. I'm like, did you see this? He was like, Spider-Man's talking about safe sex. And and he was like, no. He was like, he went over and bought one. So I bought one, (laughs) Paul Jenkins bought one, et cetera. But if you want to hear Mark's take on it, there you go. It's on the screen <laughs>
2: Scroll back down. Wait, scroll wait. back down. No, I'm sorry. I haven't said scroll. Go, go. Scroll down. Scroll down, Brad.
0: Scrolling down. Go,
2: I stop.
1: Am. Look at what the hell. <laughs> I, <laughs> what I leave the no hell? stone unturned, George. No yes. stone unturned. <laughs> I, you gotta I gotta, love it. I got to go read this now.
2: <laughs>
1: Actually, uh, that's what
3: happens today. That's what happens after you get married. You wake it's the next day. So, <laughs> oh, there you go.
0: Oh, we've got Javi in the house. Javi's here. What's up, man? Hey, Who what's in up, the everybody? world is behind you? What is that? Oh my that? God! Who is that? It, it's, oh, no, it's, no, in it's in front, in front of, of you. Me. I'm sorry. Oh Good God! Brad. <laughs> I was like, uh, what? My no, my that's God. the it's <laughs> the vulture, the Hobby. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> Haven't not, you seen Far From Home? It's not. Not, that's not the that's not the vulture. that's
6: no that's that's Michael Keaton that's the vulture in between oh. in between takes he would say I'm Batman all the time so this is a uh. variant
2: did he really do that Mike Michael- yeah. Yeah. yeah funny that's, <laughs> funny. Yeah. that's really awesome
5: because
6: you know when you're beating the crap out of Iron Lad you have to say that you're Batman
2: <laughs> so he's probably so, like on the set like uh, like with Holland and maybe somebody makes a blooper or something and then he goes I'm Batman and then Tom Holland yeah. said yeah that's funny that movie came out the year my parents were born oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh it's man, the Batman Day, the oh, vultures riding, Day that we're the Vulture is the riding shotgun. Podcast. So Chat, let me get to so it. I've been multitasking. So, flow what's going on? Mr. Comics89 says, Crawl Spacers, uh, since the 15th anniversary show, I've gone back to listen to the very first podcast started listening. I'm currently at 113. Oh my god. Woo! You were in for a long
2: journey. Wow. <laughs> Keep up the excellent work. <laughs> I mean, I mean, think of like how many. That's like 10 years he's going to have to like listen mm. from, from that point on about how bad Spider-Man sucks during the slot <laughs> years.
0: Well, I mean, the 15th <laughs> anniversary was last month, so it was all. I mean, now, now, now
2: those, he, were he, funny, those were funny Those funny episodes. Don't get me were. wrong. But yeah. at the same time. Well,
0: I mean, if he's doing 100 a month, he'll be there by 100 a month. Worried? I don't know.
3: <laughs> God, I, well, well, I was so the, young back then during those episodes. No, good God.
6: God. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about it, though, is like, we had to live ten years of slot. He can listen to it all in like a compressed in a month, you know, so. month, month and a
0: half, so it won't seem as bad. Oh, no doubt, he, he's <laughs> binging the crawlspace, which
6: is yeah. that's
2: fun. Number, number one thirteen when I still had hopes and dreams.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Soflo didn't like ASM seventy three. It was very contrived. Can't wait, can't wait to hear what the crawlspace thinks. Uh, let's see, be rich, my friend up in Kansas City. What's going on? Vakeman in the house. Hello, hello. What's going on, my friend? Adams says, "Hey, everyone." Uh, Power Packers. Uh, that's Ryan, isn't it? No, that's not Ryan. No, no, no I'm, I'm confused. I'm, that's not Ryan. But uh, can't miss this before work. Uh, Chris is in the house. Evening, webheads. Hey, how you doing, Chris? Uh, yes, Hornacek. You can make a shirt. That Brad was right. Well, why uh, would you? Lord, have mercy. My wife won't
2: buy it, but uh, <laughs> on, the, on the on the back it should say that one time,
0: uh, that one time, in fine print under the pocket. Uh, Gary in the frozen says, "Can't wait to hear Jr.'s thoughts on issues." This is why people are here, Jr. They want to hear your your uh, your thoughts on the Goblin. Vinkman is posting over on Twitter just cause. Uh, Sophilo says, "Jr. George and Dark Mark, I'm blessed. What about me and Kelly?"
2: <laughs> what about what about Avi? Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. So 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 the, he leaves like the rest of the show. He singles
1: three of us out.
2: And then Brad's like, Well, what about me and Kelly? And then Brad's He's so
1: flown So phone is call Spacer of the of the week.
6: <laughs> Javi, I'm so sorry. The Batman. I was I mean, already like just languishing, waiting for Brad to accept me, but he well, was talking was about moving. the podcast. I'm sorry, Javi. I'm um, sorry,
2: Javi. <laughs> so
0: that's okay.
2: If it if it's any consolation, I'm suffering as well. I have to I uh, have to sit next to uh, Mark. Dark next Mark. Dark Mark here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Annual listen through—that's commitment. It is indeed, Venkman. Yep. Uh, Adam says the Apple Podcast app has been sucking. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's. I, I think Apple's just completely done. I don't, I don't even think they check the iTunes anymore. I think they're just like, ah, you know what? We're over it. We're we're the we're, we're into we're into surveillance now. We've moved on from entertainment. The
0: League of ordinary uh, geeks. Our friend is watching from UK, the UK.
2: Oh. Uh. Hey,
0: what's going on? Why does everybody? Oh, University cover- of
2: Kentucky, right? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> University oh. of Kansas.
0: Every cover recently looked the same. Did no one mention this to Bagley? Hmm. Well, what do you guys think about that? Does all Bagley covers look the same? I don't I'm, think so. I'm,
2: I'm trying to recall the recent covers. I mean like I I, yeah. I, I know what happened in the story, but I can't I can't tell you what's on the cover. Well it,
4: the they're not like there's nothing that really like stands out. Lately, no. but it, no. I think that they're different. Yeah,
3: it's, like, it's all kindred-threatening Spider-Man. That's it. Yeah. You know, I'm,
2: the, yeah. I, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I'm the opposite of Brad. Brad will judge a book, literally review a book and judge it by a cover. And I'm like, I don't even, I can't even tell you what's it, on the cover. It's I can't a
0: remember. first impression, George. It's what that's a first impression of a comic. Uh-huh. There are so
6: many variants, though, from the big two that I mean, it, you get lost. Like, I don't know if I bought a comic or not anymore just by looking at the cover because. I mean this month they've got Miles Morales 10th anniversary covers. Yeah. They've got villain covers coming up like and then but that's like on top of like other things that they're doing. So and that's just Marvel. I mean DC's got a minimum of like two covers for most of their comics it feels it's like. It's
0: very true. Like when you say ASM 50, you know there's Spider-Man walking and and Peter in front. You you know these famous covers. ASM three hundred. You know what that looks like. Yeah. You, you knew you know what ASM one looks like. You know what various. You can't tell me what issue seven hundred three looks like because there's fifteen variants of it. Well, which ASM seventy three are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking exactly. about twenty twenty one. Yeah. Which volume? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Gary in the Frozen has a Brad and Kelly appreciation post, Aww. and Hobby's yeah. still left out of that one. Gary. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. God almighty. That's because I'm hidden behind the paywall. No one knows oh who I am.
3: Well, that's what happens when you come in last. You know. I mean, uh, uh,
0: Mister Comics. Uh, he's the one binging. He goes. Uh, I'm. I'm also thinking. When did George come on full time? I want George versus Brad smack talk.
2: Sometime, uh, uh whenever you get around to the episodes with Omit. Um, yeah, cause okay. that's when I started, I think that's when I started like filling in as a guest panelist mm-hmm. when people mm-hmm. were out. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I mean, what, like, what I, year is that? What year is that? 2010, 2009, 2010, maybe okay. 2010. And then I think I became like uh like full time, uh, at some point, like around 2011, I'm gonna okay. say I can't Got remember it. for sure. Lots happened since then, but I think yes. that that's probably correct. But uh, but yeah, as of omit, I, I I just started doing like uh like guest spots here and there, walking on like Steve Martin on the tonight show. Um sure. yeah. you know
0: okay, here come the hobby fans. Power packer says hobby's here, hobby's here. Thank you.
2: Thank you Gary Power says
0: Hobby is my hero. I love his Ron Friends commission. I do too.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Gary. I, I do go. too. All right. Did Are you we- do have you bought any new uh Funko Pops?
6: Oh, I was uh, saving that for later. Isn't, that, isn't that more of a satellite thing? But I bought one today because of that. Well,
2: oh, yeah. I remember the last oh, time I oh, talked to no. you, you were, like, you were like trying to wean yourself off of it.
6: Yes. Well, Kelly yeah, and Ed I mean, talked
2: them into Spider Girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: yeah. Since <laughs> since Spider Girl, I've only bought one. And that was like, I feel like that was two or three months ago that yeah. we put in that pre-order.
4: It was. still hasn't yeah.
6: arrived yet. Where
0: is
2: it? Yeah.
4: Uh, they're not coming out till about November. Oh. oh hobby
2: yeah. has got so many Funko Pops, it doesn't look like a, like a fan display. It looks like a warehouse.
6: If, if I <laughs> no. accidentally slide this way, I'm going to die under a mountain of Funko Pops. <laughs> that's, I'm going to knock it go on go the out. shelf, and it's all just going to end right Javi. there, very tragically. Pop. I, that would yeah. really
2: used <laughs>
1: the ratings, though. Can you imagine that? We could really market
2: that. That's right. Oh yeah, you would become an urban legend. Like like in That's ten right. years, people yeah. will be on ob- obscure sites, and there'll be like like really bad video of like that like this tiny <laughs> of you getting killed by these Funko Pops. <laughs> funko Pops. <laughs> and probably with some sort of that
6: clip. Open up the Crawl Space TikTok, and that can be the first video of just. Jay- yeah
2: probably was like, falling over and over yeah. probably with like teenage edgelord cutting music just kind of looped over
1: and over yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. We get a still image of right before they hit and then make into a beam.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's the <laughs> banner on the, on the thing is right. The moment of um, death, like. like so we had, we oh, had yeah. hobby
0: fans. Now we have, uh, not, Big of hobby fans, Grant Alford. By the way, get your house and order. Oh, Hobby Mar- nice. is my good second God. favorite miles. That's
6: that's funny because Grant
0: is my second favorite
5: miles. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> Gary wants to know how you got that Ron Friends commission. Catskill um, I around. went to his um on
6: his Facebook, he has the link for um uh, who does his commissions, Cat. it's like caps sc- com. And right at the nope. start of the pandemic, I Put in that I was interested, and you know it took yeah, I, maybe it, eight to ten months before it was my wow, turn, and wow. then I just you know he's got a list of you know how many characters you can have in color, no color, and yeah.
0: you know picked still picked it's two. worth it. It's beautiful the yeah you got.
6: I when you
2: said uh, when you said I went, like immediately my head went to. I showed up at his house. Yes. i was like, "Hey, are you busy? Friends. Are you busy today?" <laughs> I'll buy you lunch if you can do this for me. Hornacek
0: says that Javi has Funko Pops stacked so high they're acting as load-bearing walls.
2: (laughs) You're not wrong. This this room is... yeah. If you can do do this for me, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll get you a KFC meal. (laughs) KFC family meal. That's his price.
0: Um, Real quick, Adam is... Has uh, said this is going to be a three hour podcast. I'm going to miss my date. Do not miss your date, sir. <laughs>
2: no, because Brad put in a yeah. Brad put in a timer, so at nine it, it, we have to be off of here.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Technically, nine twenty nine. We have to be off. <laughs> oh, I, 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 oh. <laughs> but Adam, go, go on your date. This will be on the internet forever. You'll see yeah, how we die by the mountain of pops, and it'll be a great show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's get to it. Kelly is starting us off with Sinister War number three. So all Take right. me through this one, Kelly. I will
1: to pay attention to the covers here. They all look the same.
4: Yeah, we will. This
0: isn't even Mark Bagley. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> all
4: right. So uh, Spider-Man's not faring too well when we start off this issue. He's bleeding to the point that we can see bloody footprints as he's kind of hobbling through the graveyard looking for a way out. Uh, Spider-Man's feel... Wow, well, I wrote this twice. That's great. <laughs> We're off to a great start on, on my reviews. I wrote the same thing twice. Um,
0: Spidey's in bad shape.
4: Yeah, he's in bad shape. And he's he's not really panicking, but like he's, he's pretty woozy when he mm-hmm. starts hearing someone call to him. And it's Felicia, or at least mm-hmm. it seems to be. And it looks like she's brought friends to help, Wolverine and Johnny Storm. But, again, like I said, things aren't what they appear as... Wolverine starts kind of going crazy and turns into the lizard. Yeah. This seems to be just a trap set by Mysterio. And uh, Auk, Mysterio, Electro, Sandman, and Kraven and the lizard are attacking Peter as Kindred watches on. Uh, and then Kindred resurrects the Sin Eater again. And I had to say, like, I had to kind of go back because I was like, I don't remember him being put back in the grave. Yeah. I, so that was a little weird.
0: Yeah, I don't remember that either.
4: Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just, I thought that was weird because I was like, that's not because Kindred says like that's where we last left him and I'm like, but that's not where we last left him. Mm-hmm. So, I, I,
5: Confusion. I don't really know. Yeah, <laughs>
4: I, I was confused. Um, So, I love how I have my glasses and this is my notes are bad. But anyway, basically, you look like
2: you look like Kate Welch a little bit. Who's Kate Welch? Yeah, Uh, Kate Welch uh, is uh, she used to work in video games and then she started working for like Wizards of the Coast. She's on a lot of the D&D live streams. She plays Rosie Beestinger, the grandma halfling. Uh Okay. You look a little like her with your with your glasses. It's a compliment. She she. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not being mean or anything. You just you <laughs> look a little like Kate Wins with the glasses. That's all. I'm
0: the sure. The Google the Google search has begun now.
2: Oh no! All
4: right, hold on. I'm trying to get back to where I where I was. But basically, we kind of see Kindred saying that he's resurrecting Sin eater along with sending out some sins to other various places, and we don't know mm-hmm. who that's really going towards at the time but he's creating his own team um we kind of cut back to everybody else just really beaten down on spidey um because it kind of feels like anytime peter's trying to get away someone else pops up um yeah. there was uh the scene with the vulture and then uh he Pretty brilliantly, because I thought this was funny. Uh, tied the vulture to Stegron and let them fight it out as he ran off. Oh yeah, um, that's
0: a great looking Stegron shot right there.
2: Mm-hmm. It is a good looking. There Stegron. But then again, <laughs> any any shot with Stegron in it is going to look <laughs> good. I mean, it's, it's Stegron, but it captures that magnificence and the just the the raw power quite well.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when he's bickering with the vulture. Well,
2: Yeah. Well, what what, what he's what he's probably doing off panel that we don't see is he's reeling the 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 vulture in, and then he's probably just going to smack a bitch. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um. But basically, we kind of learned during their during all of this the reason why everybody's after all thirty people are after Spider Man, and it's because whichever team can hit give Spider Man that final blow uh isn't damned to hell for all eternity so Mm -hmm. this is a bat like this is literally a battle for their lives and their souls right um so that's why they're all being absolutely bonkers and let's see like so this
3: presume this presumes that every one of them is a christian because yeah. that there are no atheists among the no. group, or <laughs> that there are no there are no practices of Judaism or other things in which there is no hell. So all of Spidey's villains are Christian villains.
4: Apparently,
1: there you go. I didn't. Oh well, yeah, I me. Mean, Hell's that, got a uh, casino right there in Las Vegas. One thing. <laughs> I, I don't think they really. Uh, no matter what the religion is, I think they're kind of ready for that one. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, yeah, I, and, I think if I think if like you're not like or like if you're like non-denomination, well, not not non-denomination, but if you're like atheist or or whatever, and then suddenly like you 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 truly believe that you're dealing with the literal devil. I kind of feel like maybe that puts things in perspective, and you're yes. like, oh, oh, maybe maybe I've been wrong. I don't know. Yeah,
4: I mm. I I can't necessarily give every single villain their reasoning for believing this, but they it's okay they believe this wholeheartedly.
2: Reasonable people don't expect you to ignore these fools on the podcast. Kelly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
4: okay. Well, we, we, we can discuss the plot hole, pros and cons.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, let's but, get let's get through the recap. Then we're gonna I'm discuss. Trying.
4: Yeah. So, you know, there's Spider-Man's. Like I said, he's trying to get out. He thinks about MJ. Then there's the Black Tarantula coming in. Um, it's it's just a showdown, um, and as he finally gets away. And kind of gets a breather in an alleyway. Um, The new team that Kindred created, the Sinful Six, show up, and uh, that is Juggernaut, Sin Eater, Morlin, Gray Gargoyle, Living Laser, and Whirlwind. And Mm -hmm. that now means that there are thirty-six people trying to. Good lord! (laughs) All at once.
0: That's a lot
4: um and you know he's pretty much on his last leg here so we kind of cut back to kindred waxing on about how people never change and but we have Mm -hmm. a focus on ock boomerang beetle and mysterio these characters all at one point or another have grappled with their own sins and have at times tried to make changes and make you know and be better people so we'll just have to see if kindred is right about his theory about no one changing in the next issue because this is to be concluded. Yeah. Which I know that was like the world's worst breakdown at that point, but there's not a lot going on. It's, it's a lot of action and a lot of fighting. Yeah. Um, right. So
2: in a world of Kindred, be a Dr. Octopus.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> Gary in the frozen says, don't forget Morlin in the back. Morlin,
2: ah, right ah, right back Morlin. There.
4: Ah, I said he was there. He's right there,
2: but I'm, a, I'm okay with forgetting Morlin.
4: <laughs> I named everybody on that page. Yeah, sir. you did a good yeah.
0: job, Kelly. You, you did, did good very job. good. All right, Kelly, what's your grade on this one?
4: Uh, B, because it's it's a good bridge, but
0: B for bridge. Yeah,
4: I was more like excited to read the next issue. Yeah, than I was this one because this just sets it up.
0: It's it seems like it's a big fight scene, but let, yeah. let's go around and, and which it is. Um, let's go around the horn, Javi. What's your grade? We got a B. Um, <sighs> B minus, B minus,
2: uh, Mark, B minus, uh, George. Uh, it is a big fight scene for that. I give it a B plus.
3: <laughs> Jr. C minus,
0: C minus. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's not A quality, but it's not C quality. I'm going B also with y'all. Uh, Mr. Comics says A minus. Adam says B minus. Uh, Kelly, what's some pros? What'd you like about it?
4: I really, I really enjoyed the art. In this, I think I, um, I think it's pretty fantastic. There is a confusing inking error that Dark Mark mentioned in his review that is on the crawlspace. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, with what I, <laughs> it's shocker, like it's shocker, but it's like his eyes are Spider Man, and it's mm-hmm. it's very it's very confusing. Um, but even regarding that, because I think that that might have been an inking error. I think overall the artwork is absolutely fantastic and clean.
5: Yeah,
4: and um. Yeah, I mean, it, this is a huge issue of just fighting. So, like, everything needed yeah. to look nice and clean and dynamic, and the artist hit it out of the park.
0: I think Bagley, uh, I like what he did. Black Cat just look. well, I got the banner over her face. But she just looks off. Doesn't she look off there? And she's intended to be off. Mm-hmm. I mean, that looks good, and Wolverine looks off. And that that's a subtle thing.
2: How, how do they look
0: I off?
6: They, what, I feel just... like it's more like his characters look a little more in line with his ultimate style than well, no. with his okay. classic amazing stuff. If you well. look at like his Spider-Man from like the nineties, mm-hmm. I mean, he was never a big guy. He was always, you know, wiry, but there was a, a broadness more to a Spider-Man that went away. Obviously when he was dealing, doing a 15 year old Peter Parker. And right. I see a little bit of that in, in this issue, both with
1: Black Cat and with Spider Man, just a little oh, bit. It, he has a hard time drawing noses, I've noticed.
0: That the, when I say off, George, it was a compliment because that isn't Black Cat. That's a Mysterio Black Cat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So well, that, I, that that was a compliment to Mister Bagley, how he can draw it just a smidge off. And well, he, how,
2: that, that's what I'm saying. Though, how is it off? I don't know what I mean, exactly it, is off about it.
0: Well, I don't think Felicia looks quite like that. I mean, I mean, she I got a black
2: if, mask. She got. The, the white hair, you got the, the fur know. on the I, collar, I don't the leather. I don't you know, know if Fla- I can Felicia's not that.
3: real. I mean, she looks uh, like how every artist interprets her. I mean, she's not a real person, well, right?
4: I think, I think what Brad, Brad is meaning to say, because like the pose here, and like mm-hmm. that was kind of what was off about about them was their posing. Yeah, was a little too joyful to be yeah, friends know. coming in to save you from thirty people trying to kill you.
0: Right. That these look off. And, and they, they, I don't know.
2: I mean, I, I mean, this is not Mysterious Mysterio's first rodeo. I'm trying to, remember to do this kind of thing. It's not like he's going to walk like a dude, like holding his package while he's supposed to be <laughs> the black hat. You know, doing like a swagger or something. He's going to wow. try to emulate everything. Brad, I mean, right, I've been yeah, saying this all along. It looks
1: off because Bagley is not bringing his A game anymore.
3: Oh, come on.
1: Whether it's whether Inkers, it's whether it's him. and I know I'm, I, I know, you guys don't agree with me on this, but like he'll draw Mary Jane and she looks like a Ditko villain. Um, the, the nose is off. The, the The eyes are off. Things just aren't right. It, it, maybe it's the inkers. Maybe it's the colorist. But I just think a he,
0: Mary Jane in here I thought was really good looking. Um, yeah, the, I yeah, really he's,
1: the, just, he's just inconsistent.
0: There should be he's that also one drawn thirty six freaking like, villains in a book.
1: Hey, and, that's, and there's that too. You know, I'm yeah. not. I, I can't draw he's better. Also I'm just probably bored. That, He's
3: probably thinking god there's no story here. This is like doing an <laughs> old image comic from the 90s. Yes, you know. Yes,
2: oh, yes, an artist hates doing massive pages of fight scenes. Well,
0: there's a lot going on. I mean, this is a lot of work. This is more This, this is
2: artist bread and butter. I mean, like what did they want to have an issue with 22 pages just two people talking in an apartment like it's a business
0: but, comic? Look at that. That's a great looking Mary Jane. did right that
2: already, George?
0: And a half-faced Spider-Man. Mark, you don't like that shot.
2: I it's a, I said not Mary Jane.
0: It's, I mean, it's
1: okay. It's not great.
0: Okay, it's <laughs> a great looking shot. I
1: mean, it's better yeah, than that, Eric. I Larson. love that
0: whole page, Baron Eric Larson. I'll give you that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, Eric Larson, and even I'll say that's not hard.
0: Uh, Kelly, any other <laughs> pros before we open it up to the rest? Of-
4: I, I mean, honestly, I literally just wrote that thirty-six to one is pretty challenging, and this mm-hmm. is a beat 'em up issue. Yeah. So. I mean
2: for thirty six to one he does a pretty good job. He does. I'm yeah. <laughs> he's not
4: he's not down for the count yet. And that says something. Yeah. And, and and
2: well I'll save this for my pros. Never mind. Yeah.
0: Uh go ahead, George. What's some pros out of you?
2: No, I mean it's a giant ass fight scene. I mean like uh, uh, I'm that's the bread did, and butter, baby. I'm the guy that did Friday night fight for ten years, dude. This is this is this is what I live for. No, this is right. I mean this is chock full of just people beating ass and it's glorious. You got villains fighting villains. You got villains going after Spidey. You got Spidey beating at. There's so much ass getting beaten here. It's amazing. Yeah. And uh, so I I really enjoyed it. I mean, I just, I flat out loved it. Um, I loved uh, the moments where like he starts, you know, like uh, uh, using some of them against one another. Like the way uh, Kelly had mentioned where, you know, he kind of tethers uh, the vulture to Stegron. Uh, and then has them dealing with, you know, yeah. the, each other while he, while he heads off and, you know, tries to do something else. So it, it um, I like those moments because that's one thing that like, uh, not a lot of artists get is, is like when they're drawn, you know, come up the fight scenes a lot. Spidey does that stuff a lot where he like uses other people against other people, Yeah, you know? Uh, and it's, it's not, so between that and his quickness, this is part of what makes him so dangerous really, Right, you know, uh, of an opponent. But, uh, but I, I mean, he does, he does the best he can there. I mean, there's just, there's just way too many dudes, you know. You throw it thirty-six to one. That's that's something. I but, I think uh, in
0: Spider history, isn't this the most villains he's ever fought at once? I I can't think of a bigger.
2: I fight. I I, oh, I mean like actual name villains and not just minions. Yes, I, yeah, I would think I would so. Yeah,
3: except in that issue five hundred fever dream or whatever of Doctor Strange's. <laughs> I suppose. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I can't think of a bigger fight than this, George. This is this is
2: <laughs> where it's like literally actually happening. Yeah
0: yeah i, mean, I can't and think this anything is,
4: else and this is him all on his own too
0: exactly because i love that funny. too and i and, love that
4: and,
2: and like one moreland is supposed to be a tough fight for him <laughs> don't, don't get me started that's a separate show <laughs> but uh but but here Morlin is i mean like i mean think of how many villains in here can go one-on-one with this guy right like otto yeah. you know like well most of the original you know like people like craven you know, so a lot of these people are just one of them is a challenge for Spider-Man. And then suddenly you have all of them together, yeah. not just on a Sinister Six level, but you're throwing in stuff like Rhino and Stegron, right. you know? Well,
3: then mean, it becomes even more seconds. absurd that he even survives. I mean, to be honest, then it's like, you know, you've, you've, you've tried to establish how dangerous all these villains are over the years. You throw them all together and then, ha, huh, you know, he still survives. He probably shouldn't make it 30 seconds out of this. I mean, well, this what, is all no. a... I, I don't Chad know. Says, I just I just feel
0: ripped off. There's a you spider know. bite issue and Taylor's
2: spider bite. I don't know what that's from. So so, uh, to Jr's point, uh, Brad. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to pull you away from reading chat messages while we were talking about the book. But um. <laughs> oh. <So, laughs> but uh. But no. Uh, to, to Jr's point though, um, the fact that he is not dead. It's because of who he is. It's because of his of his quickness, his ability to dodge, his ability to get out of the way, his ability to turn the tables on, on his opponents. He's literally doing everything he can to stay alive. To me, it kind of makes sense that he lasts that long.
6: I I, I got to agree with George. I think oh. the numbers are in his are <laughs> are in his favor on this because there's 36 strong egos all mm-hmm. trying to take him out at the same time to be the one, and that competition. They're getting in each other's way, and that gives Peter an edge that he wouldn't have if it was just six of them. A good the example. actually help him out.
2: A good example of what Javi's talking about right now, and this is from a fight perspective, okay? Uh, this happened in the Avengers reboot, Avengers Reborn or whatever, you know, like when Buziak and uh, Perez were doing the book, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all because they had an Avengers roster that they didn't whittle down, and then suddenly you had like over two dozen Avengers trying to capture a Tornado. Or no, not tornado, whirlwind. And he got away because they all kept getting in each other's way. There was just, there were too many of them trying to get him. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that is what we're seeing, is what we're seeing here. And Javi's right to point that out. And also right to point out the tears. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: we haven't heard from Mark, pros out of Mark. What'd you like about it?
1: It's the same thing as Javi. Um, I, I like the fact that uh, every, every time somebody was getting up her hand on them, somebody else got in the way. Uh, so the numbers were, yeah. What was the bad thing was also the good thing. I thought it was clever.
0: Okay. Uh, Mary in chat. Can I go to chat now, George? <laughs> it's, it's Can fine. I have permission to host the show?
2: It's fine. It's fine. I was just in the middle of making a point. And you're like, okay, let's go to chat. That's cool. George, but Hey, what Mary like, says what? pro
0: no Avengers or order of the web to help it. Uh, and take the spotlight from Spidey. Very true. Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you for chatting with us. Don't mind the guy from Texas <laughs> over there that just insulted me <laughs> that I was interacting with the viewers that are watching. Uh, no, I mean, my my thing was like I was, I was making in the
2: middle of making a point. Brad,
0: I'm good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, any other pros before we move on to Kelly's yeah. count? Okay, go ahead.
6: Boomerangs, Hobbit. Boomerangs Run was probably outside of some of the Bagley panels. That was probably my favorite part mm. because of you know we're at issue 73, 74, whatever. And he's been like a constant presence, and we've seen boomerang go through a character arc, and this was the start of something really big for his character. Um, mm-hmm. just the fact that he, you know, wanted Spider Man to run, and then he kind of covers it um, by like, Oh, he got uh, my
0: boomerang. Is that the next issue? That's no, is it,
4: it was it no. was this one. Yeah. I don't I didn't have it in those notes, I have it in the next no, issue.
1: He does it in both, but is the it, boomerang one is in this issue that where he okay, goes. Oh my gosh, my boomerang
4: blue. Okay, okay.
6: Spider-Man hit the button on click my boomerang and so he gives him an opportunity to to run away. Oh, but then the big yeah. thing, the big thing is next chapter.
5: Yeah. But right. like this is
6: like the little inkling of where he's going to go and that yeah. that little morsel is what I kind of hung on to with just, you know, the big fight. Yeah. Was that there was we're seeing the beginning of the payoff to their being roommates and becoming friends.
4: Well, yeah, I mean yeah. it's um, it's there's a clear writing device, especially at on on the last page at the end where here's the villain's folly as he's kind of explaining to the audience his big evil master plan essentially, he's underestimating the fact that people can actually change. And his yeah. his version of what he thinks is human, you know, the human condition isn't always the case. And that's kind of what we're alluding to in this big conclusion for um, the next issue.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cons Kelly, what, what didn't you like about the What kept us away from an A?
4: Uh, really just, I think ultimately it's just it's like as much as, yes, the big action scene is needed and it's great. There wasn't a whole lot to it beyond that if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's all leading up to the next issue. It's all leading up to the conclusion. And so to me, it felt like as much fun as it is to, to look at it as a comic book, the story itself within this particular issue is just not really there. If right. that makes sense. It's, it's great. And it makes sense overall, like when it's all bound together, but trying to focus right. on just this issue i i can't necessarily give it an a because i'm not getting everything i would like into it i wanted a little right. bit more story you know just something a little bit more
0: it, it's that, like grading a chapter of a book as opposed to a whole book right exactly I mean, yeah. it, it, it's obviously made for the trades and
4: mm-hmm.
0: this is a chapter of the trades and i i and back when we started reading comics books, it was done in ones each four to, each 60 cents or a dollar you paid. you got a beginning, middle and an end and some future threads. I, I, I totally get that. Yeah. I totally get that. Uh, other cons, anything else, Kelly?
4: That's really, that okay. was my only con was just, it, it really felt like, you know, if you just pick that one issue up, you would be like, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. What am I reading?
0: Yeah. Hornacek has the, uh, a cool comment. The issue doesn't progress the main plot at all. It starts as Spidey on the run from many villains, and that's how it ends. I, I can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I can see that too. Uh, Jr., you gave
3: the lowest grade. What's your biggest cons? I, I don't. You know, to be honest, my cons are going to be the same as number four. I, I, I really don't mm-hmm. want to take up suck any more oxygen out of the air, repeating things that I've already said. I, I this is a worth to me. This is utterly worthless. Miniseries, and I'm sick of money grabs. This is just a big money grab. Uh, you know, that's, and, and that's pretty well, all I have to say. <laughs> okay.
0: Boy, you didn't like this one at all.
3: Uh, Jarrett's turn today, man. He oh, is. Oh, no, we, this is all we've been getting for the last two or three years is these damn, you know, prolonged protracted money grabs. You know, I mean, it's like, I, I you know, w- w- when we look back on Nick Spencer's run, we're going to say, yeah, there was a hundred issue. He did a hundred issues and maybe 40 worth of story. You know that's going to be the, the the verdict. You know. So anyway, I'm
0: going to look back at Nick Spencer as the guy who cleaned house a bit, uh, and yeah. and, okay. and and we will get into that and with the next issue. Um, but he he really went around and and cleaned the gum a bit i don't know what i'm trying to yeah, do i it wish he could now. have done it
3: in half the time
0: you know <laughs> golly he really took a mop and a broom to the spider-verse in my opinion i think nick spencer will be looked back upon. yeah but he
3: watered down his lysol holy <laughs> god. oh my oh my I god i mean if you
0: consider
6: 12 years of history going away in the span of two years that's not that bad
2: i mean i'll, I'll, I'll put it this way i'd rather i'd rather have it take a long time than not have it happen at all for f sake
0: that's true that's so
2: I, I'm just glad it's happened. Period. I'm glad somebody, an adult, actually came onto this title and fixed the damn book. And I'm well, grateful for Spencer for having done it. George, he still has the potential to uh, miss the landing. That's that's, that's true. But I, I mean, mean, even even if he even if he misses the landing, I mean, we, we've had he's a lot done of things a lot that,
0: of good work. We've had, had a lot of things to get
2: corrected. Yes, I would agree.
0: Uh, cons, uh, George.
2: Um. I didn't, I don't don't know. I can't really, I can't really think of it. Uh, Did we need to see Sin Eater? Uh, We've already dealt with Sin Eater, it felt like, you know, fairly recently. And by recently, I mean within, (laughs) what, what, the last six to eight months, which for this book is like yesterday. Uh, But uh, but no, I didn't really have any cons. I mean, it was a big old fight. I liked it. I liked uh, one thing I didn't mention in the pros, and somebody mentioned in chat. I forget who, but because uh, I, it, I it slipped my mind because I thought it'd come uh, later after this issue was when uh, Boomerang, you know, starts helping him out. Mm-hmm. You know, Boomerang's like ah, I'm going to go to hell, but I better help Spidey out. I've, you know, I've kind of screwed Spidey over enough. Why don't, why don't I do him a solid? You know, and mm-hmm. so I, I enjoyed that.
3: Somebody yeah, get JR
0: a sneakers bar. I think he needs a Snickers. I don't know what a sneaker is. Um,
2: Snickers probably, bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't
3: forget that Venkman told me to take a nap. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Venkman said, take wow. a nap. Wow.
2: When even Venkman isn't in your corner, when even he's like, dude, you know. Dude,
0: you've
3: gone too far, JR. You, you're too far, JR. I, I get this. is this is this It's time to retire. It is I not. just I'm just getting, oh, I'm just getting oh, the message. This is what it's JR time does. to retire. This is what JR does. Emotional blackmail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here come the chat. Don't retire, JR. Don't retire. You <laughs> are Spider Yoda. Uh, yeah.
2: Please don't do that.
0: All right. Javi, cons and the um
6: the the art. As much as I love Bagley and I like Gomez's art. Um I kind of went into this storyline thinking that Bagley was going to be the sole artist and having the three rotating people on this hurts it a bit for me. Not as much as the next chapter is going to hurt it um, or the amazing issues, but for something this monumental, it feels like Sinister War, I thought was going to feel like more of an integral part of the story. And like Hornacek was saying, this is like the point SW issues, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, It it just the first issue was great. And for me, it's kind of fallen off a bit and having the, the rotating art, like they didn't put the time in to just, work it out in advance to have one person take care of everything and make it look more consistent. And that, that kind of hurts it for me. That's why I couldn't go, you know, beyond a B because for me, the, 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 even though they tried to blend it in to like, okay, you're handling this part, Bagley's doing the fight. It just, it, it left me a little unsatisfied.
0: Yeah. Mark cons.
1: I didn't like their motivation. Um, I mean, where do they think they're going when they die? So it's like, you know, don't you're, you? If you fight for me, you won't go to hell. But I mean, really, I don't really get where they they're gaining anything.
2: Well, the the, the whole point is like, whoever actually kills him is going to be like uh, like Kindred's right hand person, I, I guess, or whatever. When he.
1: Takes over the world. I don't, I don't really know. I, I, I don't know what, yeah. I, I mean, like, okay, I, I so don't they, know what they're going to end up in hell anyway. So, we, I, I, don't I don't know. I think religion managed.
6: has a lot to do with it in the Marvel Universe when you've got a god of thunder and there's like a hell realm all on its own that has nothing to do with who or what you believe in. I, to me, it could just be this is a dark dimension that they, they think they're going to get banished to. Whether well, they yeah, I mean, where god do they think they're going to go anyway when they well, die. I mean, if they if oh, they don't. True. <laughs>
1: Believe in you know, any
6: of that thing. They I'm, at least know that it there's been proof. better.
1: They've already got a centipede in their head. So you just yeah. say, whoever doesn't kill Spider-Man, I'll have the centipede eat his brains out. You know. Yeah, that 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 yeah. there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now they that's, all have a good, good reason to do it.
2: That's
0: good. Kind of like uh, a Suicide Squad.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah the but things I, blow I, up if you don't I, do I what think, I tell you. I think the reason that it's the other way though is because Mephisto is involved. I think that's going to play yeah. into it at the end.
4: Oh yeah.
0: All right, uh, we are moving on to Norman Osborn Rewrite History. All right, let's go to JR for this one, ASM-72. We weren't just going to go to
3: Sinister War? Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: well, this one came after Sinister War 3. Oh, all right. That's what I understand. So ASM-873.
3: All right. All right, first of all. First off,
0: look, look at him wind up. Here he comes.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> we get uh, four pages of utterly pointless clips from fight scenes. Oh, pointless no. because we had four issues, or actually, at this point in time, three issues of pretty much the same thing. In a special four part miniseries, we had to buy that cost us a collective $16 before taxes. Okay. And yet, so if we wanted all these fight scenes, if, you know, so we had four pages of fight scenes that we've been getting in this four part miniseries instead of story. And we get like, narr- we get like two words of narration per page, you know, so. All right, so anyway, so we're already lulled into a you know, we're already lulled into a stupor before the the story begins. Uh, anyway, but let us not dwell on Marvel's continuous prioritization of commerce over storytelling. <laughs> but let us go back decades to our hero, Norman Osborne. There he is. <laughs> who is not happy. And why mm. is our hero, Norman Osborne, not happy, you say. Well, sitting at a table at an awards ceremony, pouting and angrily fuming that his business partner, Mendel Strom, is receiving an award for outstanding innovation and entrepreneurship, when he, Norman Osborne, knows that he rightly deserves that award. Mm -hmm. After all, what does that bald guy have that I don't, Norman fumes? (laughs) I mean, I have more charm, more style, great hair, and I can get young, blonde, college-age chicks anytime I want. Right? (laughs) So. (laughs) Then a a suave, sharp dresser who looks like he takes some stylist cues from Thomas Fireheart and or the foreigner walks in on Norman's pity party and says, must suck watching that bald loser get all the awards, but I'm a big fan of your work, pal. And you can call me Monty Hall because I'd like to make a deal with you. <laughs> All right. Then we go back to the future uh, where Norman is standing in front of his Paris mansion with the weird frilly key left to him uh, in a previous issue by the will of Mendelstrom, And then he lets himself in and ascends the stairs to his destiny. Mm-hmm. And then we get a one-page reminder that Mary Jane is hanging out with Kindred and there is fairly inconsequential dialogue before we go to Harry Osborne and Joe Casada's favorite editorial mandate, whom George Berriman is hoping gets killed off by the end of the story, <laughs> Carly Cooper. All right. And she, have, she and Harry have been wandering through some under, underground catacombs for hours now and hope they hope i hope that neither one needed to use the bathroom during this particular this period of time but anyway as in a previous issue when they they walked from the cells where they were imprisoned and conveniently for the you know for the reader who just happened to drop in on them on this particular time, <laughs> instead of any of the other hours that they spent wandering the catacombs lucky for the reader, Harry Osborne notices a hole in a wall, which to be honest, if you're in uh, a, a bunch of old decrepit, aged, rotting, falling apart catacombs, there are going to be a lot of holes and walls, but for some reason, Harry thinks that this particular hole in the wall is going to be significant to the story. So he approaches it and says, Hey, there's something back here. So, you know, with all of the strength that Harry and a woman can muster, they actually break down the door, they break down the wall, uh, and they happen to w- stumble right into Carly's morgue. Where, as you know, from prior issues, there used to be a whole bunch of desiccated corpses laying there. But now there's only one. Mm. And Harry approaches it and he peels back the cover, but You'll have to wait for that reveal, boys and girls, because now we go back to the Paris mansion, and our hero, Norman Osborn, is making his way through when he hears the voice of the Green Goblin beckoning him to yet another secret laboratory, because as a supervillain, he has an unlimited supply of those. But this isn't mine, he says because I wasn't around for the one, for that one-shot legacy of evil, because that's what this one looks like, and I wasn't there. Uh, besides, didn't that one have flying girl goblins as well? But the big view screen on his face assures him that it is his lab and takes him on another memory trip back to when Harry was a boy, and they were at Coney Island on mm-hmm. Harry's birthday when the devil comes back for his due. Oh, I hope I didn't spoil anything by saying the devil was there. (laughs) Anyway, yes, the face in the, uh, the view screen reminds him, you thought you were cleansed of all your sins, but this one remains. Just like the Sin Eater's one remaining sin that he thought he was cleansed of a few issues ago before I sent him back to hell. Norman remembers what he's done. And then he does an imitation either of Kevin from Home Alone or The Scream. <laughs> um, Hold on, I got. I got. Look at look this. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> or or maybe that's the face that I made when I woke up one morning in a hotel room. <laughs> More than 30 years ago, and there was a woman in bed next to me, and I asked who the hell she was, and her reply was, your wife, you asshole. Oh, my uh, God. So you Jeez. talk about making you talk about making deals with the devil.
2: <laughs> uh, now you see why Jr. hates everything. <laughs> like, literally everything.
0: Well, that's because about 30 years ago, the devil came to Jr. and said, hey, I want to put you on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, around 2006, maybe. Anyway, that's go ahead, the. I Should guess I back. was the devil, wasn't I? Yeah, <laughs> but
3: I, just, always thought, I, I always thought devils uh, had hair. You know, I mean, no, so therefore, I guess, one. I guess, what, maybe Kelly, that was, what were you saying, Kelly? I,
4: I was just saying, if someone showed up 30 years ago to JR saying, I want to put you on a podcast, I'm pretty sure no one knew what that meant in 1991.
0: <laughs> that, that's probably true. My, my analysis sucks. <laughs> <talks>. I'm sorry. <laughs>
4: "JR. this, this, ladies and gentlemen,
3: has been your host for all of these years. (sighs) So anyway, and as we're at the Osborne home, where the foreigner slash Thomas Fireheart archetype changes into the identity, we knew he was all along. Mephisto, he explains Mm -hmm. how this bargain is going to work because yes, boys and girls, Norman Osborne himself, just like Peter Parker, just like Otto Octavius, just like johnny blaze made a deal with the devil man for norman the bar- the bargain was for fortune and glory and the price was the soul of his firstborn son mm. and so we see flashbacks of strom being arrested of norman becoming the goblin and of harry's rise and fall and the face on the view screen sh- switches from norman's to harry's in time for harry to utter his catchphrase of evil gotcha And before our climactic conclusion, where Kindred is with Mary Jane, he tells her that he's not quite who she thinks he is. It's time for her to learn the truth. Kindred takes off the mask. We see a horrified Mary Jane, but what can be so horrific? Because Kindred is Harry, isn't he? Isn't he? To be continued. To be continued.
0: Okay. (sighs) I can't wait for this. I've been waiting Weeks, all right, Jr. Your grade on the rewrite of Norman Osborn's history.
3: I, I, <laughs> I have, to, I almost have to, I have to, you know, you know, this. He's gonna love it or hate right. it. I was, I, I was afraid of people are thinking, oh, what's Jared gonna think of this? And I, I just, I almost have to give it an incomplete one because we've had so many twists and turns and been going on. I mean, it's like I, I, I'm gonna wait till the story's over. Uh, mm-hmm. But as far as the uh, what I think, I mean. You know, is is it unusual? for I don't know that it's a really well, – I guess it's a rewrite of his history. But then again, this was a guy who was dead for 20-something years, and we saw yeah. his body in issue 123 being carted away, and now he's still alive. So the fact yeah. that, oh, he made a deal with the devil too, okay, not a real surprise. Uh, the fact that uh, Norman would have such catastrophically bad judgment as to think he could win on a deal uh, made with the devil – not entirely surprising either. Uh, You know, so, uh, you know, no, do I believe that Mephisto is behind all of Norman's evil? No. Do I believe that Mephisto is the reason he became the green goblin? No. Uh, You know, the devil only, I think the de- I don't think the devil necessarily does anything for you. I mean, I think that's part of what the devil's uh, the devil's gig is. You know, the devil is like doing business with the Chinese government or whatever. You think you know? You think you're bribing them uh, uh, to? Uh, you, you think you're bribing them and they're going to give you what you want? But they won't, and they don't. And the devil does. You know, so you know that the fact you know i think people expected me to have some kind of uproar you know and uh, it's just no it it just, it's just oh, okay. to be honest i i almost i'm almost numb you know almost numb to it uh so i give i give it an incomplete i, I just In, want to wait and incomplete. see how the rest of the story unfolds um do do you what like the con- do you like everybody the everybody just sighs with disappointment
0: yeah i'm i'm trying to take the, the power packer goes George's face. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what's wrong with my face? <laughs> well, you're just. I'm listening to JR. I'm focused yeah, yeah. on what JR is saying. I don't know. I mean, do you like the concept of Mephisto and Norman's history? Well,
3: no, not really, because. But no. then again, I don't like the idea of Mephisto and Spider Man's history. Yeah. Mephisto doesn't belong here. Spider Man is a story about, you know, scientifically based superheroes. You throw in occasional horror element here just mm-hmm. to jazz thing up. But the devil does not belong. The devil does not belong, but he's here already. And the mm-hmm. reason he's here is because Spencer's trying to unwind something yeah. else that he didn't belong in. Yeah. So that's the true. fact that and to be honest, here's, I mean, here, here's here, you can bring in all kinds of analogies. This is the <laughs> thing. I mean, here's another way in which Peter and Norman Osborn are not as different as they appear to be, or as they think they are, you know, I mean, it's like they're both capable of the same catastrophic, bad judgment. Yeah. Uh, and, um, but
0: I, I, my question to you, which I've oh, had, yes. I've wondered, do you think this makes Norman less special? No. Like I, I, I you don't? Like no. I think Norman by himself is evil enough. Right. Uh by himself, he doesn't need the devil. No, he but, doesn't. But I understand why I agree with you said. I understand why the devil is in the story. Uh do you think Norman would give his does this explain why Norman has been so mean to his son throughout the years? No. Does this help that at all? No, no,
3: no. You know, it's, it's kind of funny. I'm almost compartmentalizing it. It's almost like I almost look at the, I'm starting to look at this as fan fiction, which in a way it all is. It's like, for example, if I'm the next writer of Spider-Man, yeah. I'm going to ignore all this, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pretend it didn't happen. Uh, it's just kind of point, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, uh, um, you, you know, I, I guess, uh, you know, it, to, to be honest, it's, it's the end of a long, exhausting road and it's almost to the point of, okay, yeah, that happened. I can't muster up enough emotion anymore. I can't bring myself to care anymore. You know, mm. I would I would point. argue that you have a lot of emotion right now. <sighs> yeah. Well, actually no. I really I'm, <laughs> I'm merely I'm merely stating my case, you know, calmly and collectively, but I'm putting in uh some, you know, to try to keep people interested, you know. So, I'm entertaining. I'm doing it in mm. an entertaining way, but I'm actually I'm actually very calm and collected. Bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you freaking think, Jr. You, you. Okay. Let me, let me, readers, digest what we just JR told you said. what I thought. He said this is fan fiction. Uh, the next guy's gonna ignore <coughs> it. It does. It, it. It. The devil doesn't belong in my Spider Man, and I'm just gonna ignore that this happened. So it sounds like you don't like that this happened, which I can totally understand. Is that right, what I'm getting from you?
3: <laughs> is that what you're laying down?
2: <laughs> well,
3: the thing is, we haven't even gotten to the best stuff yet. That's the thing. We still got true. another issue of this, right? Well, th- well, well I was about well, to say, why don't we?
0: Okay, let's keep reviewing then. And then, then we'll then we'll talk about the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, open it up to the panel. Well, what's I did, hell, I didn't even get the grade. I got an incomplete out. I've never had an incomplete on a comic before. Yeah, you right, probably have. we got have. an incomplete.
3: I've had an FU we've from got, George. So we've once. had 700 issues <laughs> or 700 podcasts, which you just referred somebody to. I'm pretty sure we've had an incomplete.
0: We've had FUs. We've, we've had, had lots of
3: incomplete. We've had lots. Ashley's handed out incomplete. I think Stella used to give incomplete Stella
0: gave a Z once. Yeah. Think. I don't even know. All right. Incomplete. George, what letter I, would you like?
2: A, <laughs> I, I give it, I give this one an A+. Plus. Oh, yeah. Wow.
0: Mark. B plus. Javi. B plus. Kelly. B plus. Mm, eh, B plus also. I can't go with full A because the art's not the best. And the cover. No, I'm just kidding. No, the art took it (laughs) down. But I don't know. I I, I read it. Here's what is, is pulling me two ways i'm I'm intrigued by Mephisto being involved in Norman and Peter's life. I'm intrigued by that. makes me want to read more about it.
3: well, yeah, um, because it just it just it's like there's this there's this connection between the two of them now. I mean, yeah. there always has been but yes. this, it, yeah. they're, they're, in a way their their destinies are, their destinies are so intertwined in ways that they have they they aren't even aware of. So I would say mm-hmm. if there's something that's positive about that, this yeah. story is helping to explain that is just that, uh, yeah. you know, un- un- unlike other conventional v- superhero, supervillain relationships, uh, you know, they're, they're just, there, there are ties between these two, uh, that are deeper than, uh, I mean, these guys are closer to each other than most people's families are.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, All right.
3: Uh, pros, JR, what's your pros? Okay. <laughs> what's my pro? What's my pro? You know, one, okay. Pros, uh, it is kind of nice to see that Harry is not so much a victim, a circumstance anymore, Ooh. that actually he's in a way, in a way in death, he's, he's taken control of his life. He's taking control true. in death that he never took what took in life in a way.
0: That's a good story. I like that story.
3: Also, also the fact is now, you know, he realizes he, you know, like when we were talking about child within, you know, it was all Peter's fault. It wasn't his dad's fault. Now, I mean, now Harry, Harry, Harry's, It's funny. Harry's Harry knows exactly what kind of man his father is. No more. There's no more self-delusion. There's no more, um, you know, putting more of the blame on Peter than anybody else. No, he knows what his father is. He's accepted. He knows what his father is. His father is a bad man. His father is a very bad man. And it's time that it is. It's time that his father pays for his crimes. So it's, it's kind of nice to see Harry man up in death uh, in ways that he never manned up in life.
0: When I, when I read this, I wondered if it was out of character for Harry to do this. And I wondered your opinion on it, Jay, what, what is it out of character? He always was kind of a, a, a bit of a loser.
3: He well, couldn't he do anything also,
0: right. He couldn't live up to his father, etc. And,
3: and that kind of built up an anger and resentment in yeah. him, uh, that finally, you know, one that ultimately cost him his life. Uh, yeah. but also he was, he, he was in a bit of denial too, you know, he, he, all of these things he knew, you know, he just was in denial about him. Um, yeah. Right. So, okay. Let's open it up to
0: the panel. Uh, pros, Kelly, what's a pro.
4: Um, I mean, I, I kind of agree with JR on a lot of the story with this. I, I like, I actually like the colors to throw. I'm sure Neil is listening and <laughs> screaming, but I actually really like the colors in this issue. And I, I didn't have too much of a problem with the art. I just, I, I don't know. I think ultimately, more than likely, Mephisto had to be involved with the Osborns and with this story, so we can get to the conclusion that we all feel like is going to happen and how one more day is going to be fixed. Um, But it's... um, I don't know. Like, it's... Ultimately, it's a B, because it's at least entertaining, and we finally got a story. Um, You know, we finally are getting some answers. But yeah, I don't know how I ultimately feel about mephisto being involved at all
5: Mm
4: -hmm. um and i i I agree i think ultimately my my answer to this is
0: incomplete to be good to yeah incomplete (laughs) but also
4: just more like mephisto shouldn't be like the devil shouldn't be in my spider-man comic it's
0: true it 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 was 10 years ago so I, i can totally understand spencer doing this route to try to fix it. But again, he could flub up 74. <laughs> he could totally mess it up. Uh, Javi pros. Um, I I get what everybody's saying
6: about Mephisto and how he doesn't belong. And, and they definitely have a strong point on that. But I think back to um, an old, old Todd McFarlane interview where he was talking about creating spawn and for him, like, well, who's the biggest villain trying to think of who spawns villain who spawns like joker was going to be and he's like well the devil is Mm -hmm. and that made him create malbolgia like malbolgia represents the devil that's the if spawn can beat the greatest villain in creation then spawn therefore is the greatest hero and so for to have mephisto be behind so much of this because now mephisto's involvement doesn't go to one more day or Maybe a, a amazing two seventy four or, or two seventy five. It it goes back to the early sixties now. Um, kind of makes him like you know the retcon. He's like the architect of a lot of stuff mm-hmm. for Spider Man. And one of the one of the problems that I've had with this title since One More Day um, is the fact that Peter made this deal, but nothing. He didn't get the repercussions of it. He didn't get yep. the Johnny blaze saved his dad. And then his dad died of cancer a week later. So that's always been an issue with me. And I, because it's Batman day <laughs> uh, a year or two <laughs> ago, I, I did uh, a podcast on the Batman book club where I talked about Batman RIP. And I mentioned in this story, there's a character, Dr. Hurt, who's kind of trying to pass himself off as the devil and trying to tempt Batman to join his side. And why I love that story so much is Batman like does not compromise and and because he won't, he looked the devil in the eyes and the devil had fear in his own eyes and And I love that story so much because it's such a contrast to one more day. So I mm. for me, like I, I, I totally get what j.r. and Kelly are saying, and I, I agree with them, but at the same time, I like the fact that, this has just become so much bigger because of this, and it reminds me of—I forget because it's been a while since I've read it. Is it the spec issue in during the, in the Revelations trade paperback when we find out for the first time that Norman Osborn's alive, and and he meets Allison Mongrain on the pier, and you're like, Oh my God, the only person who could be behind the nineties clone saga is Norman Osborn. Like, that's what this issue reminded me of. Like all of a sudden I was, you know, a teenager again in the nineties and, and I, I
0: got excited by it. Yeah. Um, one question for you though. Um, the, the issue we're not reviewing, which is ASM 74. Um, do you want Spider-Man and Mary Jane to realize that the devil took their marriage? Do you want him to constantly be reminded of her? How do? uh, it, because that would be Spider-Man looking in the devil and he, and he won. Oh yeah. He didn't, he, he did lose, but he, yeah. I mean, that's, that's that's what
4: Harry or
6: Kindred has been telling him this whole time that there's a sin that Peter doesn't remember. Right. Like, I, whatever the outcome is, I, I want, whether they get married again or it magically gets reinstated, whatever that is, whatever the outcome is, I want them to acknowledge that the story happened and not, well, a bird got in the way of us getting married. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if he has to live with the consequences of that, I mean, that's Spider-Man. That's true. Spider-Man makes mistakes and then learns from them, tries to yep. do better next time. Yep. Uh,
0: Mark co- pros. Sorry.
1: <laughs> um, well, I have two things, and they'll be both my pros and cons, because I don't have anything else to say about the issue. I don't mind Mephisto being a part of it because, one, I think uh, I think Hornacek said it as well on one of the mm-hmm. chats. Mephisto didn't make him the Green Goblin. Mephisto just paved a way to make it easier yeah. for Norman to, to do what Norman was going to be anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like norman got all his powers from the green goblin it's not art from mephisto it's not that he got his serum from mephisto it's it's just that he just opened the door for him and the other thing i don't mind about uh, mephisto being involved here is uh, we have an unreliable narrator this is ai harry uh, ai harry cannot True. be trusted for anything i mean how yeah. many times have we had gotcha written in the last 10 ep- uh, issues um, so good. there's nothing that we are being revealed here that we can hold as canon, and maybe maybe that's what happened. Maybe not. We don't know. And I like I like that. That's a that's a pro. I like having unreliable narrator.
3: Unreliable narrator. Yeah, and, that's and true. That's an, and not to, not to butt in again, but that was the the nature of my incomplete. You we've had so many twists and turns. We don't know where the story is going to ultimately end. So to invest, in, invest a whole lot, <laughs> like you know, you know. And yeah. actually, Mark summed it up quite quite well. We have an unreliable, we have to, we have an unreliable it We have right. to, wait it, the story ends.
0: it could be Felicia in the grave coming towards us. It's not what we see. You don't know if it's true or not. Just to bring it all back. George, your pros, man.
2: All right. So, um, I do agree that, yes, let's get Mephisto the hell out of our Spidey comics. True. At the same time, I think that this is happening so we can get Mephisto the hell out of our Spidey comics. Yeah. I, you see I what I mean? Because I mean, you at the end of the day, you got to fix one more day. I, if the, 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 It's clear. That's what Spencer wants to do or is trying to get yeah. us to as close as possible. So in that regard, Mephisto has got to be part of the story. Now um, I'm going to disagree with Jr. Very, <laughs> very vociferously for the first time Ooh. in that, because he said there's no difference between Norman or Peter that, you know, they're both making deals with the devil. There's a world of difference between Norman and Peter. Mephisto came at Peter when, when, when Peter was, was at his lowest moment because of what was happening to a family member. He, Mephisto came at Norman in a way that makes sense for Norman because Norman is a fractured, shattered, weak little man in the inside. And, and so that, he was, he, that kind of thing is a prime target for someone like Mephisto. It mm. makes way more sense for Mephisto – To have made a deal than it, than it does for Mephisto, than than Peter to have made one with Mephisto. It makes way more sense on Norman's end than it does on Peter's end. Um, So when I saw that, I didn't even bat an eye. I was like, yeah, that, that, that tracks, (laughs) you know, especially um, given a track record. I mean, think of how frustrated Norman gets, uh, you know, because he can't, uh, he can't take down Spider-Man. Over, over the decades. He's got a better track record against Spider-Man's friends and loved ones than he does against the actual hero. Except, uh, I don't know, I mean, he's never killed him in that regard. Hell, Otto's probably got a better record against Spider-Man than Norman does, you know? Um, so, yeah, it, it, it makes sense to me that Norman Norman would do this, and that Norman would give up Harry, and it explains a lot how Norman's kind of been uh, pretty much like a, you know, a dick to Harry, or, or at least, you know, not putting much stock into Harry. I mean, like, for, for most of the character's history. Mm-hmm. It, for, for me, it, I mean, a lot of stuff suddenly made sense. And I was like, maybe Norman's been like Holden and Harry at bay all this time because he knows he's got, he's not going to be around long and he's going to go down the down, down to Satan town.
6: Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> want to get close and feel that. Yeah, pain exactly. What he did. Exactly.
2: And, yeah. and also, uh, it makes sense from, uh, the villain standpoint for kindred suddenly kindred, you know, he dies. Suddenly he winds up in hell, you know, um, and, and, and then like suddenly that makes more sense that suddenly he's aware of what Mephisto did with Peter, you know? So a lot of this to me made sense. I, I didn't think any of this was, was out of the realm of possibility for Norman or was, was, you know, out of character for anything like that. It, right. it made sense for no on Norman's side.
0: Be, uh, before we go to cons, Mary has a question. Chat, do you guys have theories as to why Mephisto wants Harry's soul. And is this connected to Mephisto wanting Mary Jane and Peter's potential kid
2: child? Well, I mean, normally like Mephisto makes like with other people that aren't Norman and Peter, Mephisto makes a deal for your soul. Mephisto didn't do that with Peter Parker. He, he said, uh, I want your marriage. And then he didn't do that with Norman. He said, I want your kid. Yeah. What,
4: Kelly? Well, I was just going to say, like George says, like, Mephisto wasn't out to get the potential child at all. Like that it was the marriage. Right. It had nothing to do with their future. And that's something that like, I'm constantly being asked about when it comes to, you know, baby may or even when someone brings up <laughs> baby Annie or whatever. Yeah. Um, Cause a lot of people connect the two. And it's like, I don't think you guys realize that like that had already happened. Like, the baby was already taken, and yeah, yeah. Norman put him on international waters. Now, I would have liked to have seen, you know, if we wanted to tie that back, was that a part of the deal with the devil?
1: Hmm. What? Do, what? Well, I don't think you're the... talking about baby May with the potential child. I think when they made that deal – <laughs> Well, I mean, I, when they made that deal, he said, "This is what would have come from your marriage," and he gives them a glimpse of a daughter. So, uh, my my reading of that has always been, they would have had another child, and now that child yeah. will never exist because and they it, made the deal. Not a child that was already in existence.
0: Do you, Do you envision May as that kid in One More Day? No, no. to me, that's okay. Annie. I, it looks it looks yeah, it looks different. Yeah. Um. What What's attractive See? about Harry's soul, though? What they
3: what, what, not what is this
0: it still is
6: playing chess?
5: Yeah.
6: I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of what we're getting at is that he's been playing chess this whole time. And Peter's not even aware. And he's playing checkers. I mean, every little thing then it is a manipulation. You know, you're moving a couple of pawns here, a couple pawns there. And, you know, he's all these things that Norman has done to Peter have worn on Peter over the years to where, You know, maybe that helped play into his decision because he couldn't lose Aunt May after losing Ben and Gwen and Captain Stacy and Nathan and just on and on and on and on. Harry, you know, it all built up to a crescendo. Maybe that's part of like the big plan for Spencer's to see that, you know, it it was Mephisto all along.
2: Oh there You, <laughs> yeah, you know uh, yeah. Brad uh going yeah. back to Mephisto and how this makes sense for him. I mean Norman Norman did the same shit with Carnage. I mean mm. that's I mean it's it's not a literal making a deal with the devil but it's it's more or less the same. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, so I, I, again, for me, this, all of this tracks with Norman, with well, what I we mean, know again, Norman. again,
3: it's an example of, of yeah. Norman. And that's why, that's why I wasn't, I think people were expecting me to say, oh, it's so out of character, whatever. Norman is, Norman has a history of making catastrophically bad judgments and of thinking that he can control things that he True. can't control. Uh, And, you know, to be honest, the question about what does Mephisto want with Harry's soul or whatever, or what would Peter, or what do he want with Peter's marriage, that's not kind of missing the, that's that's not what Mephisto, or that's not what the devil's deal is. The devil gets your soul when you make a deal with him. The devil gets you. I mean, it's like, Mm -hmm. you think you're making a deal with the devil. Oh, the devil will do what I want when, and I'll give the devil this. No, the devil gets you. The, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. uh, so it's right. not Harry that or Harry, so that it was it was Norman that Mephisto was after, and it we wasn't got, Peter Parker's marriage. It was Spider Man or Peter. He was after. He was, you know, he's like corrupting these people and and ruining these people's lives, and that's what yeah. he's after, or that's what which, the devil is after. Which makes uh,
2: like what happened to Harry then about Harry being dealt away when he's not even the point. He's almost like a MacGuffin for, yeah. for Mephisto. That may make it even more bitter for Harry when he's yeah. down in hell. You know what I mean? I mean, to find out that not only are you in hell, but, it, you know, you're, you're down here out of convenience for somebody else. And the person that, that you were given to doesn't even really have any plans for your care. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And that's why, you know, and, and, uh, that's why I said that, you know, make the, early, made the earlier comment that, you know, making the deal with the devil, you never win. I mean, you don't get, and that's why it was, I don't know, I, you know, yeah. I was saying about how Peter, it, 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 in a way it makes Peter and Norman similar in the third cable. And I know, I know I, you know, I didn't mean that say that Peter and Norman were the same but just that some, you know, some of the things that drive them, they're both and they're both capable of, of catastrophically stupid decisions. Um, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but this also is a thing there that makes me wonder when you think about one more day and why it was, to me, this just makes one more day look even more disgusting because see Norman making a deal with it. That's what bad guys do.
0: Mm -hmm. That's
3: what they do. Good guys don't make deals with the devil. So it's like, so I'm sitting there thinking so so how can Joe Casada and Tom Brevort and all these people all these years again defend this story defend even writing that story or creating that story because that's not what heroes do but yeah. because you had an agenda you know because you had this this what this you know obsessive agenda you know uh that was corrupting your soul yeah. you essentially corrupted your hero's soul I don't know
2: no, Norman, um, you, you say the devil never wins. I, I, I have to disagree. Uh, clearly, you know, JR, I, did I say that? Did I say that d- d- you never win or you never went against me. the devil? Pardon me, yes, yes yeah. that, that's what I meant to say. That you never went against the uh, clearly, you've never heard the devil went down to Georgia.
0: I was just thinking about the song, <laughs> <I was new. laughs> yeah,
3: I know. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny with the Daniels, devil's yes, ass. Yes, yeah. I know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. that's um, gotta be the <laughs> opening uh, song for this podcast. <laughs> it should be, devil yeah. went down to Georgia, the yeah. Devil went down.
0: Um, uh, uh, we kind of. Uh, you guys want to go over cons or move on to the other issue? Any we had? I think I don't oh, we
2: well, had I, I kind of feel like we've covered everything. With this. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, we, yeah. we hit it pretty hard. Yeah, uh, Mark, you've it's got this discussion. one. Sinister War Four.
1: All right, so Spider-Man is fighting every villain group except for the Enforcers, including Sin Eaters, <laughs> newly formed Sinful Congregation. And speaking of. Sin Eater, um, it comes after Spider-Man with a gun. Now, we said earlier, why is Sin Eater even in here? Well, this is why. Um, he comes at him with the gun, but before he can shoot it, Spider-Man webs it up. Now, yeah. watching cartoons all my life on Saturday mornings, uh, I always thought that if that happens, the gun's supposed to open up like a flower, and then the person's just got uh, a, a blackened face. Um, you know. Nope. But that doesn't happen. Instead, it blows his hands off completely.
0: (laughs) Good grief. I was shocked with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you weren't the only one shocked with it because the colorist had no idea what to do with it. So he just didn't do anything with it. (laughs) So while all the other groups are converging on Spider-Man – Dr. Octopus goes over to uh, Sin Eater and removes something from his brain, which is why we needed Sin Eater here. We needed somebody that Dr. Octopus could just rip something out of the brain of and we not have to worry about that person being dead. So the fight continues with Kindred's boring narration. We have Scorpion versus Scorpia. We have Stegron versus Shocker, Living Laser versus Beetle, Hydra Man versus Jack-O-Lantern, Sandman versus Rhino. Look at, that. Look at that. Lizard versus Rhino. King Cobra versus Slide. I mean, all of these beautiful. fights here. This is a beautiful scene. And I would have loved if this were like a regular ASM, I would have loved to have some point SWs to go in and show me a lot more of those fights. <laughs> I want to see those fights.
0: My God, that'd be um, like a dozen issues. No, that'd be how many f- people are fighting? 36 extra issues. I'll take it.
1: I'll take yeah. it. Well, we can combine a couple. We have three three fights an issue. All right. So we Man, can drop it down. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, but only one of those fights on that panel is oh, important. So. And we one? know it's important because it's the only one that gets the onomatopoeia crack right down there. <laughs> and that's uh, Dr. Octopus fighting black Ant. Crack is whack. That's right. <laughs> now, finally, George's favorite villain, Moreland, uh, gets hold of Spider-Man. I'm sorry, second favorite villain. I know his favorite villain is Iron Man. But he gets uh, Moreland gets hold of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and Juggernaut always being the team player is uh is running a uh, uh, block for, for Moreland so that none of the other villains can go in and mess things up. So it's over. Spider-Man is gonna be done. He can't fight uh Moreland at this point. He's way too tired, he's way too you know beat up. He's just it's just too much. He's finally got caught up to him. And that's when boomerang. <sighs> The monkey wrench and all of Kendrick's plans throws in the sacrifice play, jumps in and uh, knocks uh, Spider Man out so that Spider Man can run away and dies for his efforts. And Spider Man completely throws that sacrifice out the window by jumping right back in to fight. fight more than yeah. um but the interesting is is how his uh, his teammates the superior foes are inspired by fred's move uh, maybe not inspired to be heroic but inspired that you know he's not playing this game he's not letting um <laughs> mephisto control us you know we're all we're all going to die in this here so why don't we go out on our own terms and so they just start fighting on spider-man's side so spider-man says it's like seven versus 30 but i think we we missing uh boomerang so it's uh six versus 30 um it's still not good good odds but while all that's going on and while spider-man is slowly getting caught again dr octopus is using black ants helmet from Mm. that fight scene that big panel that we had and he uses that helmet to explode all the centipedes uh, which knocks everyone unconscious except for Doc Ock for some reason. I'm not quite sure why Doc Octopus didn't get knocked unconscious with it. But uh, um, that means it's just a spite kindred or because there's a hero still inside Octopus somewhere. He lets Spider-Man go. Then we go to Doc with a really awful heart panel. Then yeah, we go to that. Doctor Strange <laughs> and Mephisto still in Mephisto's casino, which throws uh, this as a time kind of issue here what's going how long are they been sitting there watching this yeah <laughs> um mephisto says he lost the bet and he makes this weird saying i guess the house does sometimes lose mm-hmm. uh, but we know the house doesn't lose we know that mephisto is planning you know he's got alternative plans or he was counting on this um you know you know you don't bet against the hero we even know that from the flying fortress that chance has you don't bet against the hero you just bet how long it's going to take the hero to win right um and so mephisto acts like oh well you got me but we're still not really sure what the the true nature of the bet between dr strange and mephisto was and mephisto implies that uh, there's more coming for peter which lets us in on the idea that maybe Mephisto is aware of what Kindred's plan is, mm-hmm. which, is uh, which is a thought that we need to carry into the next issue uh, when other things are revealed.
0: Okay. So what is your grade, sir? B minus. B minus. Okay. Uh, George.
5: George.
0: Oh, sorry. Come back to George. Javi, grade. Uh, uh yeah. B minus because
6: uh, there are elements of the story that outweigh the negatives of the art. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kelly.
4: B minus.
0: JR. I gave it a C. A C. I will give it a B, mainly because I like the Fred sacrifice a lot. I mean, that, well, I'll, I'll go into that more. Uh, George, your grade. I give it an A minus. A minus. Okay. Uh, Mark, pros.
1: Well, I mean,. You got lots of villains. Um, yeah. That that two page spread with all those fights going on there. Oh yeah, um, I love that. I mean, that that's what. Yeah, it's you got Spencer writing villains and just, and just playing just villains. I mean, this this is my wheelhouse. I like that. Yep. That
0: whoever gets that original art, if Bagley sells it, I mean that could be a poster in itself. I just love it. It reminds me much, very much of. Uh, John Romita Jr.'s giant, what was it? ASM 500 fight yeah. thing. That reminds me a lot of that, but, uh, that's a great shot. And it has an onomatopoeia like you like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's well-placed. It's a well-placed, well-placed
0: onomatopoeia. onomatopoeia. Yeah. Uh, any other pros? Well, you, you, gotta get well, the, like the sacrifice. Do
1: you want to talk about that one? So I'll no, leave no, that no. one I mean,
0: I mean, that, that gives the character an arc. I yeah. mean, he, re- he redeemed himself. He died a hero.
1: And And if there's anybody going to be that kills uh, uh, Boomerang, uh, Spencer needs to be the one to do it. Because for all all intents and purposes, Boomerang was really nobody before Spencer wrote him in Superior Foes.
0: Very true. Very true. Um, I I just thought that was a nice ending. If we're going to kill the character, let the guy who defined him. I mean, Stan Lee created daredevil. I think Mark Milton, Mark Miller, I apologize. Frank Miller <laughs> defined him, Uh, and Frank Miller killed the, a- oh, what am I getting to the dark uh, daredevil podcast? I'm sorry, but <laughs> there, the creator, I don't even know who created Fred, but Spencer did more with Fred than the creator did. I think.
1: Oh yeah. And yeah. we have a lot of potential for, uh, for kindred in here because, um, He seems like he is really upset that the superior foes turn and go against his wishes. I mean, he's like really upset about that. And uh, I'm not quite sure why, because he's already shown he can kill Spider-Man and bring it back at a whim. Unless maybe that's all smoke and mirrors. Um, Because otherwise, why does he care who kills Spider-Man? Why does he care, you know, how many villains he needs to have? Why doesn't he just... I mean, none of that seems to make sense, but there's got to be a reason for it, and I'm really interested to find out what is it that uh, you know. Why is Kendrick so worried here?
0: All right, what's some other pros we haven't mentioned yet?
2: Um, I can go if you want me to. Go yeah, go ahead. So uh, number one, yeah, love the fight stuff. Uh, I didn't have a problem with the artwork. I mean, I well, here's the thing though, for me. When when I when I'm really into the story, when I like the story, a lot of times I don't notice artwork that other people would like. Be like, oh my god, the art, and I'll be like, oh, what? I I dig the story, uh, so I didn't have any problem with the artwork. Um, lots of action, of course, but the two biggest things: number one, Fred goes out like a hero on his own yeah. terms, the same way, not somebody else's bitch. Yeah, um, and and then when he goes down, then his team realizes you know what, if we're going to go down, let's, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it on our own and not, and not be kindred bitch, you know? Yeah. Um, so I really, I really enjoy that stuff. I like the fights where the villains were turning on one another. I love the stuff with Dr. Octopus, mm-hmm. um, you know, and the, the whole science thing comes through. Uh, I liked that, that one scene where, um, you know, Spider-Man puts his hand on Dr. Octopus's shoulder. And Dr. Octopus has that one panel where, like, maybe he he and Spider-Man are coming to common ground as scientists. Heck no. Yeah. At least. But then, no. Smack! Get away from <laughs> me, you know? Uh, so that was cool. It, you know, it, it kind of gave us a flash of that scientist part of Doc Ock that actually wants to do good stuff sometimes. Uh, and then instantly, you know, flip that switch back to being a megalomaniac jackass. Hmm. Um, but good stuff with Dr. Octopus here. Um, yeah and uh and also i mean you know let's you know most uh most important part of all of this you know is uh the fact that uh looks like looks like we're uh, well i mean can we take this as confirmation though or what the prince well, did? You know yeah because um remember remember they were talking about like uh like if you if you don't if you don't kill Spider-Man, then you'll serve him. Maybe Fred comes back as a demon or something. I don't know. Mm. Um, so we'll see. But I, I, honestly, as somebody who's enjoyed Fred, um, I kind of – yeah, I kind of think this is probably a good way to end Fred. I, I agree. I agree, um, you know, because, yeah, well, you have characters where, you know, somebody else created him at some point, uh, but then other people come along and kind of, you know – Kind of take it over, you know. It's, it's that uh, that old phrase uh, when somebody sings, like uh, you could put it, anybody, in like Elvis. Once Elvis sings a song, it's eternally his, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't. I don't always agree with that, but I'm just saying it, it kind of goes along with that with that thing, you know. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there's just some people that are, you know, did so much stuff, like like uh, Frank Miller with Daredevil, yeah. You know, um, Frank Miller with Electra. You know, Frank Frank Miller with Kingpin. I mean, so. In in a sense, yeah, you could say that uh, Spencer and and um, uh, Spencer and Boomerang, Boomerang. It makes more sense to say that Boomerang is uh, it's kind of Spencer's character.
0: And Kelly looked it up. Uh, Boomerang created by. Go ahead,
4: Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. Oof. Wow, I,
0: <laughs> we're saying we're saying Spencer did more to the character than those two.
2: I just I just dropped heresy. So well, gonna come I mean, after look, me?
4: he basically. I mean, this is and this is one of the things that I like. about – about having someone very passionate and knowledgeable writing um, Spider-Man, yeah. uh, like Nick Spencer, is that he he has certain favorite characters that he has kind of adopted, and Boomerang is that you know that is his character. He's adopted him and he's taken him this far. And I do think too, with him leaving, killing Fred off, kind of does make sense because it's going to be a little bit harder to bring him back and. Potentially yeah. ruin them if you kill him off.
1: Poor Fred. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Poor Fred.
2: I
0: like in the chat. Someone said, "Pour one out for Fred." Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> Fred, man. Oh.
2: You know what? Because uh, we were talking about how long is Doctor Strange been in the ca- in this casino? Um, it would make sense uh, for a uh, for Hotel Inferno for something that was controlled by Mephisto uh, for gamblers to walk in there and then for time to start slowing down to a crawl. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that so that they so would they, spend more time there. So spend I, more money. Yeah. That I, makes wonder total if, sense. I wonder if something like that's happening, like some kind of just uh, you know, temporal displacement or something.
0: You were talking about how Spencer wrote uh George and Keller were talking about how Spencer was written. Uh Boomerang was written like a bloodthirsty killer back in the jackpot miniseries. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah totally different character almost.
2: Yeah. And Australian, so it made him even worse. <laughs>
0: uh
3: Jr. Uh what'd you like about this one? Well, you know, I did like, uh, Dr. Octopus being the one, uh, to, um, figure everything out and put it an into it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, and, and I can, and I can see why he would have let Spider-Man walk away because, you know, all these other villains that helped beat Spider-Man within a, an inch of his life, was a challenge for Dr. Octopus to administer the coup de gras, you know, and yeah. there's, there's no satisfaction in that, um, But uh, but I did kinda like, you know, where everybody else is fighting, Doc is just tinkering away, you know, little moments like that where he's he's kind of figured everything out and 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 he puts basically he puts a stop to this foolishness. So so yeah, yay for Doc Ock. He was the Uh, superior Spider-Man.
2: You you speaking of that, uh, because while we're discussing it, um, the fact that like you know, like when when it looked like Otto was reluctant to kill Peter, to kill Spider Man when he had the chance and everybody's like, What's kill him, kill him, you know, already. Um, there was a reluctance on Otto's part and then Otto was finally like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Um, but I, I, I'm starting to think that like on a, on a deeper level because Otto spent so much time as Spider-Man and like, you know, walked a mile in his shoes, so to speak. Right. And at the end of the day, ultimately uh, had to let Spider-Man back because he could not do what Spider-Man could. And I think there's actually a part of him that maybe even realizes that Spider-Man's necessary. Hmm. That that he, I mean, don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean they're going to be pals or anything, but at the same time, I, I think there's part of him at least that that has that reluctance because he realizes that that yeah, Spider Man's kind of necessary uh, in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah. Um, Javi, we haven't heard or Kelly or who who I'm I've lost. I don't think we heard <laughs> Kelly or Javi's pros. Kelly, you want to go first? What did you I, like?
4: I mean, I everything that everyone else has said. I mean, yeah. I. I think it is it's a very satisfying conclusion when it comes to you know, basically what happened. The two people that S- Spider Man was closest to that are trying to kill him were ultimately also trying to help him out because they weren't they weren't who Kindred thought they were. And mm-hmm. I think that, that that like I said from the last issue, that fatal flaw of him underestimating um Just underestimating the human condition and that people can change and people can have changes of heart is going to be kindred's folly, obviously. And that's kind of what we're seeing here. And that's, you know, that was the satisfying conclusion to that. Yeah. And that's really all I've got.
0: Vinkfin wants to know if uh, Otto remembers his time as Superior Spider-Man. Does he? Because he would remember who Peter Parker was.
1: Yeah. That was yeah, his yeah. That, that's the whole thing he's looking for. He, he he can't remember anything that happened there and he doesn't know what, what happened. He yeah. that's what he's trying to find. Right. right.
0: Javi, what's what did you like about the book?
6: I mean, it's just dovetailing off of what everyone said tonight. I just yeah. uh, the way that everything has been brought in. Um yeah, and, and kind of like that too. It's it, it reminded me a bit of like Web of Death when Otto finds out, you know, that Peter is Spider-Man and, you know, tries to save his life. So it, I felt like a, an echo of that. I don't know if I'm just getting old and getting nostalgic for the nineties with all the wow. stuff that's coming up lately, but it, it you're going to love ben Riley that Riley coming back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it, but yeah. it, it was, it was seeing the, the dichotomy too. Like Otto's doing it because he doesn't want to be controlled the the sinister syndicate or uh, boomerangs group they see boomerangs defiance as the same thing like ego driven Uh, they don't understand like the connection he feels with spider-man so they're like oh they're they're going because they're going to go out their own way you know they're trying to be their own little frank sinatra at, at the end of the story here and and it, and then it goes back to our conversation earlier, where you have that many people trying to take them out, and you know the egos come into play. All these strong personalities, and and some of them are misreading the room. But I liked the character aspect, and maybe stories that we you know didn't care for as much as the others. They all kind of have been going towards these last few issues of Spencer's run. Like there was a reason why we spent time um, with the different, you know, sinister groups throughout this run. Um, Even stuff like, you know, hunted is coming into play with when all these villains are together because there's, you know, rhinos pissed off at Craven for his dad, you know, doing that whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, and a lot of, you know, vultures group came out of hunted. So maybe, we didn't like every single story as much as the others, but it it all is coming to a head. And like Kelly was saying, there's there's something magical about Spencer being a fan too, and having read as much as he has from not just amazing, but from every single little satellite title. yeah, because for for us fans who read everything, like it creates a reality that we get invested in. We can lose ourselves and get distracted from like real world stress. And mm-hmm. that's like like a little escape. And when you break that illusion by having someone act majorly out of character and make a deal with the devil, like it, it takes some of the fun out of that. So having Spencer know this so well, like he's helping for me, bring that, that element of Spider-Man back where I can see it again as one big tapestry for the last 60 years, almost 60 years. Yeah. And and that's that's what I'm really enjoying
2: about yep. that uh that the panel that, that panel that Javi mentioned with uh with Craven and Rhino. Um, well, I was reading the issue, and you know, you got the Rhino, and and he's grabbing Craven by the like throat and face, and Craven's got this look on it on his face. And I'd imagine like like during the fight, while I was reading this in my head, I was like seeing it. Uh, it's like they're fighting, and suddenly they freeze on that one moment, and then you hear that that uh, music by the Who. You know, yeah. then we just zoom in on, on Craven while he's still there frozen. He's like, yeah, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got here, you know, <laughs> and all that crap.
5: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um, Mark, you want to go over cons or have we hit them all?
1: Yeah. Here's, you know, that meme where the guy's selling a car and the guy says, yeah, that's nice, but I want yeah. this. I yeah. you know That's my con for this. This is nice. Yeah. And I like the kindred stuff, but I want all those fights. I, I I won them all, and I and you just, boop, gone. You know, uh, I just it just left me it left me wanting more than what I got.
0: Okay, all right. Any other cons, panel? What do you? Anything we haven't mentioned? I want to talk about ASM. The next, the,
6: well, <laughs> really i just really quick. The art. I know George didn't have an issue with it, but the non-Bagley stuff in this to me was mm-hmm. not good. Uh, I'm sorry. The the. This book has this volume in particular is just been hit or miss for me sometimes with some of these artists that feel like just rushed fill-ins. Um mm-hmm. and and that kind of hurt my grade.
2: You you, you want to know like uh, like how much a, a story that I get into affects me, Javi? I didn't even notice there were one, one artist.
6: Really, which which is funny to me because there's such a distinct style with yeah the, when, that opening artist where it looked kind of like a McGuire Spider Man with the way he did the eyes and everything mm. to what Bagley was doing.
2: When I, when I'm in the story, yeah, yeah. When 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 I'm sold on it, when I when I'm interested in it, when it's when it's hooked me, I don't even notice crap like that, and I I didn't even notice it. Or it didn't really come up to me until you just mentioned it. And I was like, oh, shit, that's right. There was more than one. I was like, I didn't even even notice. I I, I, I liked it too much.
0: Yeah. Um, Gary and the Frozen says, issue 73, that's the issue I've been waiting for your opinions on. Well, oh, Enigma, I got a con. Mephisto was in this. No, uh, one more day. (laughs) I wasn't resolved. Okay. You've asked for it. A rarity. I usually have everybody do uh, do a a book. I don't usually have one person do two books unless it's Jr. and both are Norman rewrite histories (laughs) lessons. So Jr. is going to review seventy two and seventy three. So take me through seventy three, Jr.
3: Uh, Brad, I, I have a feeling I'm going to crush your soul like I did, obviously, obviously with the last one. No, help were, me if you give me an, another incomplete. Hopefully. D-
6: well. Bring the funny, JR. Bring the funny.
3: Yeah, bring yeah. the
0: funny, baby. Yeah, bring the funny. <laughs> That's Brad's motto. Yeah, bring the funny, JR. Uh,
3: after the battle with all the sinisters. Spider-Man limps towards kin- limps toward Kindred's mausoleum, where he sees a pulsating mirror, like something out of that 1980s movie Videodrome, which is about the best as I can describe. Wow, that's a deep cut. And uh, wow. and of course, when you see something creepy like that, the only uh, thing there is to do is just to stick your hand right into it. <laughs> so, And it turns out to be a portal. Yeah, all things which deposit Spidey right in front of the Osborne mansion in Paris. So we can see the characters all gathering together and Mary Jane sees that Kindred is really Gwen. But no, as we find out the next page, when Harry's face on the view screen says, no, it's Sarah. You remember (laughs) Sarah and Gabriel? My half siblings. And then we see two tubes in the lab. That currently have gestating fetuses or clones or something or other. And that's the part I've been dying to tell you about.
0: There we go. Harry there's tells- the, there's the twins in the, in the chambers. So,
3: and now we begin to see the genesis of Harry's devious plan that begins with a misrepresentation of Harry saying that he's found the goblin formula and begins <laughs> to drink it. Now, so we just... Mark just made a comment about Spencer reading all these issues (laughs) of Spider-Man. Well, apparently he didn't read Spectacular Spider-Man number 188 because Harry Osborn did not get the Goblin formula by drinking it. Harry Osborn got the Goblin formula by immersing himself in it, (laughs) just like the original Hobgoblin himself did. You don't drink the Goblin formula.
1: I knew knew JR was going to go off.
3: It is t- well,
1: well, that, that was hobby. That wasn't me. That was hobby.
3: <laughs> oh, but oh, you guys look alike though. You guys both kind of have that. Yeah. You know, you both have have you know you, you know like George. Ha- you have like many. All right, Georges, go back. stop with the
2: JR. What are the other ways you can take goblin for me? Can you huff it like like you know like do a sock? You know, do you smoke it like uh, like it's crack? You know, do you just shoot it up? What like what are the other acceptable ways when of you doing it?
3: Can we put it how in how the feet? Yeah. Can you vape it? Is it like (laughs) CBD? Is it like a goblin CBD? It's it's immersed. You get it through immersion, but through your pores. Okay. That's how Norman got it. All right. That's how Lefty Donovan got it when it exploded in his face. Kingsley walked into a a big vat of goblin goo. Okay. (laughs) Harry walked into a big vat of goblin goo. Ben Yurick or ben, Phil York was transfer tra- uh, got <laughs> goblin powers when something <laughs> exploded over him. You don't drink it, okay? Is there, is there nothing to be said for
2: a pill form or or for for a, there's a gummy? But there's the point. That's beside the point.
3: Goblin we just gave Spencer all yeah. this credit for reading these issues and Poor doing Mark. his homework. And yet here it is. Here's is how Harry really got the goblin. First. Okay. 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 Wait a minute. Hang on, hang
2: on, Jr. Now, now could it be that
3: Spencer wrote in the script
2: <laughs> that, that, that Norman, you know, uh, Norman takes the formula or whatever. And then the artist goes, okay. You know, and, and just kind of, you know, goes off and says, okay, cool. Uh, he's, he's drinking something out of a, out of a tube as you well, do. The-
3: We've seen that we saw Ned drink it. We saw uh, Norman drink it back in the issue a few years, I mean, a few months ago. So, no, this is not. No, this is not. This is, you know,
2: you know. ultimately whose problem this is or whose fault this is.
1: Nick Lowe. Nick Lowe. Lowe. Yep. That's
2: right. Mm-hmm. This, well, falls, yeah, exactly. this falls back on the editor. Yes. Yeah, in is an, right. an
6: issue with so many like panel recreations in a in a volume where we've actually gotten reprinted pages of mm-hmm. older spec issues, it is a little odd.
4: Yeah, but unreliable narrative.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there we go. go. Oh, yeah. Good good one, Kelly. I
3: I, I mean, mean, we we can use that except we saw Nordic drinking it earlier. You know? That's how Nick Spencer thinks the goblin. And the reason I confuse you got hobby. See, hobby and Mark are right together. They're right together. They both got dark hair and they both got mustache. Problem solved. Let's both go. Got, oh, go.
2: Why am I the meat in this sandwich? There you go.
3: So that's well, why I confuse him. So I just anyway. changed
0: apartments. So,
3: okay. So anyway, so now that, you know. Uh, uh, so now that uh, we've gotten past that continuity problem here, all right, we we then see Harry's deal with the chameleon to create robot parents, um, mm. the parents that Peter supposedly always wanted, but also part of the plot was to give Norman the children he's always wanted. All right, and now boys and girls, hold on very carefully, all okay, right? all right, because we're entering into some of the most dangerous territory in comics. <laughs> territory so dangerous that few minds that witness these conundrums can emerge with their sanity intact or the very least with their comic subscriptions intact because they simply become tired and disgusted with the whole thing. So yes, follow me if you dare into (laughs) a retcon of a retcon. (laughs) Uh. Harry says, because dad, I knew, knew that one day Marvel would do something so insanely stupid and creatively bankrupt like the clone (laughs) saga. And the only way to save itself from the corner it painted itself into with that piece of crap was to bring your tired old ass out of the grave. And so since I knew you were coming back, I hired another Dead villain who came back, Mendel Strom, who everybody thought was me uh, when he was gaunt, but wasn't. All right. So I hired Mendel Strom to work on creating fake clone children for you and hired Mysterio into brainwashing you into thinking that you were some kind of hunk of hunk of burning love. All right. And so Norman, Norman is just like, you know, he just goes, the, the color drains from Norman's face. You know, and the O drains from his face as he realizes, you mean that one of the most unpopular, most controversial, most thoroughly despised moments in Marvel Comics history never happened? And Harry says, no, because Gwen always thought you were a creepy old man and she hated your hair. And I tell you, boys and girls, little Part of my heart shrunk in size that day. Uh, so, so you know, Jr. You no
0: longer have to look at this panel and believe it. You don't have oh. that. Never happened.
4: <laughs> we needed a warning for that. Oh sorry. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where's trigger trigger warning, Brad? <laughs>
0: That's going to trigger everybody.
3: So Jr. Uh, it anyway, was all an illusion. It was only. And, and speaking of Osborne Hair. We go back to Harry and Carly and the corpses on the table is revealed to be none other than Harry himself, Mm. because even though death results in the decay of the skin of the muscle, the bone and blood and bone, the Osborne hair remains. There you go. Harry. Okay. In
2: fairness. Now in fairness, Uh as somebody who's like huge in ancient Egypt and has a, has seen a shit ton of mummy (laughs) pictures, (laughs) (laughs) this is not uncommon for the hair to stay. It's true. At all, at all, Jr. The hair does not rot away. It just, it just kind of. They have thawed out Icelandic princess uh, princesses that were. Look at that hair. That yeah. were that were that were put in the ground and permafrost and buried, you know, for so long, and then they take them out and once they deteriorate. Guess what? I, they have hair.
1: I, I just yeah, looked up. Like it my, takes I like about two years for hair to start decomposing. No, oh, wow. So has he been dead for two years in this universe? He
3: should be.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. he should be.
1: So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with JR on this one, George. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, so. it's just the
3: fact the hair retains its. Oh, whatever. It was a joke. I knew I was making a joke. Well, the, okay. So the so the point with like the point with like
2: mummy hair number one is. Oh my that God, I was
3: making something up. The, the <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say.
2: It's a, no shock. But the, no, the thing about mummy hair is that mummy hair is like, it's kept in a, in, in a cool dry place. It's not like, there's not any moisture to help like the, de- you know, the decomposition along. A lot of times it's vacuum sealed, you know, it, it underneath that heavy goddamn lid. But the, I mean, that's true. I mean, like, look it up. There's mummies with like freaking hair. What Go ahead, tell- Kelly.
4: Well, what I was going to say is that considering this is supposed to be severely, like, gelled, curly hair, who knows what kind of, like, hairspray or hair gel that they put in his hair. It maybe probably preserved it for Maybe it's
2: the goblin formula. Ooh, there you go. go. When you drink
3: it, it makes Which your you hair know, you longer. don't drink it. It's ingested.
2: <laughs> you it's huff
3: in it. What? <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, Harry realizes now now that he has to face the truth. The truth, that is, he really did die, and he never came back. Mm. And now Norman... Realizes the whole con job of Harry not dying and Mysterio spiriting his body away to Europe, where Harry subsequently recovered and married two more women. But uh, because it was brand new day, and after a couple of mentions, uh, and after a couple of mentions, those other ex wives were completely forgotten. None of that happened either. And now here's the part of the, where the narration gets tricky because, to be honest, I haven't quite figured out what's going on. Mm. Uh, which George will probably say is nothing unusual. Um, <laughs> Kindred tells Mary. <laughs> oh, well. unusual. That's not what she. That's not what she said. That's not what she said. You're just making shit up now. <laughs> um, anyway, that, that was you, George, many moons ago. Uh, Kindred tells Mary Jane the story of Gabriel and Sarah, and I'm and to be honest, I'm not sure what they are yet. Uh, and it, how it took a couple, more than a couple iterations for them to, to, for him to get it right. I guess they, is they deteriorated and died and died rather painfully or whatever. And then there that's, were versions that's actually
2: a sad moment right there. And yeah, there were versions that is. took their place. Yeah.
3: Um, and to be honest, it, the, the Gabriel looks more like Peter. Now I almost wonder if, uh, um, that's why in another, another panel or whatever, Gwen always looks like Gwen, but Gabriel, remember when, 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 um, uh, uh, the, the twins first appeared and uh, Gabriel looked a lot like Peter Parker cause mm-hmm. he was supposed to be Peter Parker's son. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's, uh, yeah, you that know. does look like Peter Parker, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah and actually you know? the next page where they're fighting at the bridge is even more of a <laughs> – uh, hmm. so I, I I don't quite know what – because it's like Harry hasn't said how he's created him yet, what DNA he took him from. Obviously Gwen's, but, you know, is uh, – so like did, did – or Mendel Strom, I guess. So did Mendel Strom, you know, put both uh, – both Peter and Gwen's DNA or, or eggs and ovum or whatever. And, and biological terms and stuff. You uh, make it sound like something you buy at the waffle house. <laughs> eggs and all the way, you, the way you throw it out.
2: I want my eggs and ovum scattered, scattered and covered
3: <laughs> Topped with Bert's chili chunked and, and, and <laughs> gross. I was just trying to present it in a scientific this you know like birds you know, and the
0: bees gone away. And
3: you turn it into something dirty, George. Oh you God. know, I mean I turned it you, into food. The human body You're is a waffle miracle, house. The human body is a miracle of creation, George. God damn JR. Uh,
4: I mean, <laughs> so can a waffle house. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah.
3: So here, anyway, so apparently it took, and Mysterio also planted memories of them into Mary Jane's mind after Harry had died because you remember Mary Jane went to see another therapist because her after Harry died, uh, and it was Ludwig Reinhardt. Uh, sure. And apparently, probably all
2: Mary Jane did back, or uh, Gwen did back in the day, as bipolar as she was, yeah. just hopped then, from one therapist to the next
3: no mary jane i mean cuz we go back to kindred and we find out that this ties in with you know mary jane's sins whatever sins that she had or did that have been unrevealed and somehow that the the, the twins stabilized or something because it said that changed when they met you, you know, and Mary Jane says, but I remember it all. I remember, in fact, I even remember this co- cover of spectacular Spider-Man where Peter was French kiss, you know, Frenching uh, Sarah. I remember that. You're saying this never happened either. So, uh, So anyway, before the story, yes, actually- it's true. And you're welcome.
2: <laughs> On behalf of Nick Spencer,
3: and so before the story can actually then really kick into high gear, we get a one a one page uh, where we once again reminded that uh, Doctor Strange and Mephisto, yes, are part of this story because yes, Doctor Strange is going to appear in the Spider Man movie in two months uh, or three months, actually, uh, and then we realize after they you know say some you know meaningless babble that we have received only twenty pages of story. So once again, boys and girls, we have been ripped off uh, by this story uh, by res- and so that we could get a backup, which to be honest, I don't think anybody asked for. So anyway, that is, uh, and all, all I have to say about the backup is, is, is this Captain America who actually remembers fondly the first responders, uh, is this the captain the same Captain America written by Todd Nisi Coates, uh, who only saw first responders as uh, menaces of nature, but boys and girls, I'll let you figure that out for yourselves, I suppose. So oh. anyway, so that was amazing Spider-Man number 73. Okay. What? What's your grade? Incomplete. Ah, <laughs> oh, you bastard. God God. You're, a, you're a coward. You you're are a, a, coward. You're a You're a
2: goddamn coward, J.R. <laughs> <laughs> you're a weak and callow man.
3: Uh, I don't know if that's going to be a goddamn monster or not.
0: You uh, are. Even Hornisex ticked at you. All right, uh, here's Hornisex says. What about those JR. essays that Marvel basically accepted as canon explaining as to when Norman and Gwen slept together? When, what what do you say yeah, to
5: Nope.
6: <laughs> I, didn't,
3: I didn't write that. I, didn't I, read I, it. I guess I never wrote it. I never wrote it. I don't know what you're talking about. I never wrote any such essay.
0: <laughs> All right. We got another incomplete on the board. Uh, Mark,
2: A-. A-. A, a minus.
0: minus. Okay.
2: Uh, George. A plus. And I, I make this, All I make right. this vow to Here's you. Here's a Spacer. great damn it. I will, I will never get, I will never, I, I will never take the easy way out and, and give you, give you, Thank and just you. say incomplete. I will Thank always you. give you a straight up honest grade. Cause that is who <laughs> I am. I'm George Berryman. And that's my promise.
3: And you like the waffle house.
2: And I love the waffle house. <laughs>
3: I will. I, I, pro- I and my promise is I will give a grade after issue seventy four.
2: Raise your hand if you've actually been to the Waffle House and played a Waffle House song on the jukebox.
3: Yeah, yeah. Come on in to the Waffle House.
4: <laughs> do, 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 do you know that um, if you download the Touch Tune app, it'll tell you where every uh, new, uh, like new jukebox is, and you can actually just play the Waffle House song at any Touch Tune location.
2: Oh, that's jukebox. that's cool. <laughs> that's cool they Jeez. just opened up a new one like two blocks away from me I'm surprised I'm not Uh-oh. dead yet
0: what's your what's your go-to order there George uh
2: waffles <laughs> ba- <laughs> ba- <laughs> bacon and egg and over bacon <laughs> egg oh, gross bacon bacon egg and cheese omelette with uh with a side of hash brown scattered smothered and covered
5: yeah
2: um and uh a side another side of bacon a side of sausage sausage patties and then uh, a pecan Ooh. waffle. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of go now, when I get that. You,
0: uh, we, we all missed it in Jr.'s um, half-ass review. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
0: I couldn't resist. He said something that I'm going to hold him to next month. Oh. He said he will come back and give grades to these last two issues that he didn't review. <laughs> he will give grades. You just said that. No, you I said, said I would when it's over, I'll come back and give four.
3: When 74
0: uh, comes out, you said you'll go back and grade these two. Right. And that what you not said, sir,
3: I just said, I would give a grade after 74 because that's when the story oh. will finally be over.
0: I thought you said, I will give a grade after you know. 74, meaning that well, you I mean, ultimately, grade it's, these ultimately, ultimately
3: it's like one story, right? I mean, ultimately it's, okay. it's okay. kind of one story. So, that is, well,
0: that's very true. You know. That's very true. Okay. So well, get
3: Grades from, like and, and, and part of the story, you know, part of the grade, you know, it, see, uh, part of the grade is is the satisfaction or lack thereof in the story that has been told. And frankly, this story hasn't yet been told, so it's just, I mean, we're you know we're doing it, chapter
0: it, like chapter like.
3: Kelly. I mean, and I it could almost, yeah. I mean, the way yeah. it ends, the way it ends, you could almost like if Spencer sticks to the landing, you could say yes, this is a great. I mean, I and I can just see where everything, you know, fit, everything worked, blah blah, great story, or. You know, you can, you know, be left thinking, Oh my God, what did I just spend? You know, of course, well, hundreds of dollars spend on, the, Yeah. well except George, George is not going to spend the nine ninety nine, which is no doubt going to cost. No, so, I um, think he said he might. He yeah. Might. I, I
2: said I would really? buy the last issue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he will. Oh, I mean, okay. normally I wouldn't do this kind of thing. I'm damn sure not going to do it when we move to the Beyonce right. or beyond trust or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll do it for Spencer's last issue.
0: Um. How many of the panel think JR will enjoy the ending? I don't think he will. No. I mean, look at his track record for Spencer's grades (laughs) in the middle of the road at best. I don't think. Now we're predicting JR's behavior, is what we're doing. I don't think JR is going to like it. I really don't.
1: Well, maybe his reactions will be retconned and he gave A's all the way through.
6: Yeah. Mean, at the end of the day, this is America, and Jr. is allowed to be wrong. <laughs> he, he...
1: <laughs> and when that happens, and when that happens,
3: I'll I'll fess up to it. But uh, you know, like I tell my wife, it hadn't happened yet. Oh, oh,
0: wow. All right. Uh, what do we got? We got an incomplete. <laughs> Mark, what was yours?
1: Uh, A minus.
0: And George gave it an A. I think. Right. I gave A- it an A plus. A plus. Yes. Okay. Javi, what's your grade? I think it stopped right before Javi. Yeah. Uh, solid day. Hey, Kelly. Solid A, A out of me too. Suck at Jr. All right, uh, <laughs> JR, that means
1: me I gave pro. the lowest grade. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> give me a pro Jr. Is there a pro
3: on an incomplete comic?
0: <laughs> is there a con? Well,
3: you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm going. To, I'm going to tell you. Um, the pro, in a way, is leading into the con. Is that when we finally get story, start getting story, the, the it always gets jerked out from under us. You know, and I, I mean, to be honest, these two issues have been far more interesting than a lot of other issues. And they certainly had more substance in the Sinister War issues that we just plundered through uh, or or what it went through. But um, so, I mean, it's it's a compelling story because, you know, you have, you have, you know, some of the major characters in Spider-Man now facing, you know, facing the consequences of decisions made many years ago. Um, but the thing is, it's like I said, we, we, we haven't reached the end of the tale. Yeah. Uh,
0: I I just put up a comment that was really funny that Adam wrote. He says, don't forget John Byrne said in chapter one, that Uh, Sandman and Norman were cousins because of that hair. (laughs) Yeah,
2: but we, we we don't, we don't ever have to think about chapter one one again because Marvel's forgotten it as well. So.
0: Uh, Gary and the frozen, says some God. of my favorite JR moments are when he talked about how in continuity Gwen and Norman could have been in this timeline. Do you like just, the retcon JR? Just,
3: do you like it being gone? Well, hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's again, it's not a matter of liking or disliking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Um, when I, well, when Mysterio put in my head that I wrote this essay, you know, one of the reasons one of the reasons that I wrote it was because people were saying a lot of dumb things. They were saying things like, uh, you know, like, uh, well, uh, Gwen pe- cheated on Peter because, you know, when the fact they really weren't going, they really weren't a serious couple back then. Or They were on a break. <laughs> they, had only, they had only been on one date. They yeah. went to just, they had only been to see the nullifier and then they and got Waffle House and it wasn't much <laughs> of a date since <laughs> professor Warren drove them there, no. you know, so it wasn't like they were hot and heavy then, but by, by the time this happened, um, you know, and then people were, you know, people were saying things like they couldn't believe that a, a, a college student would sleep with a 40 something year old man. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, what world are you living in? You yeah. know, so there, there was there was just a lot of dumb stuff people were saying and they were saying, well, this story could never have happened or whatever. When all you had to do was like actually just actually read some of the comics and see how it very well easily could have happened. Now, whether you believe mm-hmm. it would happen or not, that's an entirely different thing. But people were saying, you know, they were saying a lot of dumb stuff when it was clear they actually hadn't read the, 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 the source material. But here's the thing. Once it had happened, it's like any other thing. It's like any other story, whatever. You're given a story. You're given characters. You're given elements. Um, you either, you know, sometimes it's like you met, you do with what you've got, and sometimes you can make something very good come out of it. For example, I thought there was a lot of potential in the fact that Norman and Gwen had had these children because, like I said, I didn't see much potential in Gabriel, but I saw a lot of potential in the Sarah character. You know, mm-hmm. I saw, I saw like, you know, here's, here's somebody who like, and I said, was the combination, she was the product of an angel and a devil, you know, and she has to reconcile, you know, what she is, you know, that her father is a, is a, is a monster and that she's got this, you know, she's got this blood, you know, that, you know, the, the, the goblin formula or whatever. I mean, just, you know, she has to reconcile these dual, nat- these, these. this dual nature of hers or that Norman could desperately be trying to connect with her, you know, and she wants absolutely nothing to do with him. Um, And the fact that really, I never really thought Norman – uh, doing Gwen was something that he would necessarily <laughs> be proud of because it's like it, he was at a, a very weak moment in his life when he did it. What moment
0: you were you talking about? This one?
3: Uh, <laughs> oh, Brad, why? Why why
2: are you like so, this? But why, but why, like, why are you the way that you are, Brad? Well, like you, George, wall. you've been asking
3: that question for years and have yet to get a satisfaction. I have. Answer. Yeah,
2: fair point. So, fair point. But, fair but the thing is night. if if
3: you are never and like and if you're never going to deal up front, if you're never going to be honest and you're never going to deal up front with the story if you're never going to deal up front with the event that it happened and you're never going to deal with the fallout you're never going to deal with the impact that it would have on these characters and their relationships then get rid of it then because because it's such a controversial point it's it's um you know it it, it, it just it's like one more day really in a way it just kind of hangs over the spider-man mythology you it know, does. that Norman and Gwen had this. And if you're not going to actually tell stories where you try to actually make it work and make it fit, you know, and have the characters, you know, uh, deal with the consequences, then get rid of it. And <laughs> it's like one more day, one more day is a whole, you know, one more day has to be getting rid of because it's hung over the Spider-Man mythology for years, yeah. The fa- you know, since so, too. so since passes so like that, if you're not going to, yeah. if you're not going to deal with it head on, then wipe it out. Right. And in and, and that aspect, I don't care. I mean, it's and probably refresh- a good, it's probably a good decision to, the thing is though, what are we going to, what what's going to happen in issue 875? You know, it's like yeah. really if, if, if what we want to happen happens, for example, mm-hmm. at the end of the next issue, where since past, or since past, well, you know, for where, where since past, yes, is wiped out where one more day is wiped out and Peter and Mary Jane are back together, married, whatever. The thing is though, it's like, we're going to go into this rotating nonsense of of cavalcade of mediocrity with Ben Riley. It's like, uh, you know, yeah. what a, what a horrid letdown, <laughs> but, I, uh, but anyway,
0: thank you for the super chat. I <laughs> won't show the image anymore. He goes, Brad. We've talked about this. Don't bring that evil in this house. Okay, all right.
3: I think we sum it up. My hero. It, it's probably a good thing they're getting rid of it because yeah. it's hung over the the Spider-Man mythology, and no one is going to deal with it. It's not going to be right. treated honestly or dealt with. So let's just get rid of it and move on.
0: Um, and refresh me if this is it. JR. Is this the article that Marvel used? Because it's up on the crawl space
3: under no, your that, column. Is that not it? No, no, that's a, that's a kind of a sequel article since passed in the cult of Gwen. Which um, one is it? Oh, the- no, it was a uh, deflowering Gwen. Oh, <laughs> that was the name of the, column. that was the name of the article. And I, <laughs> and to be honest, you know, it was, it was, it was uh, one of the uh, uh, gentlemen who uh, is part of the um, uh, uh, spider fan actually was contracted uh-huh. by Marvel to write Marvel, the Marvel history. He's the one who kind of, who took it and made it and made it canon that, okay. uh, after reading that article. So, um, um, you know, do I, I you know, you, you, is that my one claim? I, you know, I, I don't look at it as a claim to fame or anything. It just was a, uh, you know, so, but, uh, it's, it's, it, like I said, if, if, if you might as well, you might as well clean it up, clean it up and get it out of there. If uh, no right. one's going to actually take it and deal with it, honestly. I'm still trying to find
0: deflowering Gwen where uh what was that oh. under <laughs>
2: I was gonna Double show that. the article
0: yeah, you may uh, not wanna
2: yeah was was there a third part about taking Gwen's maiden head? Knowing how like they call space, it in uh, live stream Douglas go, you, Game mean, of you to not do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can we not? Well, I
0: was just going to show it that he wrote def- it.
2: Deflowering, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> My God. Write that? By the way, that was the
3: name of the article. What? What is your objection, George? What is your objection to that? Oh. It's a horrible term. Well, <laughs> it's a hor- Well, it was a horrible event, wasn't it?
0: Oh, found it. Okay, here it is. Uh, let's see. God uh, damn. There you go. If you want to read it, it's up on, uh, there you go. Rob the, Oh, Oh, I forgot that panel. Uh, wow. Sorry, Venkman. Jesus, <laughs> I didn't know it was there. Anyway, we need it's up under the chat
1: quick before he starts showing it again,
0: <laughs> uh, Hornacek says that's Jr's only claim to fame.
3: He wrote the web slinger book. I, yeah, only, <laughs> only one chapter in the web slinger book. There were several authors in that book.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, but that was the um, only chapter most of us bought it for.
3: <laughs> what thing. What That's thing. The, the only reason I bought it too. Thank of you. you. Thank you.
0: Um all right. Where where were we? Uh, As Rose. Yeah. I, pros, I, I, okay.
2: I got a, I got a pro. Go uh, I, I don't want to, you know, divert from from, you know, all the all the talk of Gwen blossoming into woman yeah. <laughs> But uh <laughs> uh one thing, one positive that I I took from this, but although it's a potential posi- uh, positive, I'm not really sure. Is Carly already dead? You'd be happy, wouldn't you?
4: Or or it's... Carly never real to begin with.
2: Oh, now see, that would be a better case scenario. Ooh, that would, be, that nice. would
3: actually be kind of nice to throw that, <laughs> that, uh, make,
2: that. That might make JR bump a grade up to like a D minus. <laughs>
3: well, no, because um, the, the, I mean, she was did? Joe Casada's uh, editorial mandate. That would just like be kind of a nice little gig that, well, she never existed. But who, what happened then, to the tattoo artist? Did he not then get
6: you paid? Know that Spencer's been secretly listening all this time. <laughs> <laughs> Rock on, Carly Cooper's existence, dude.
2: dude there's <laughs> been sometimes when I, I know, right? I mean, several times when we're like, you know, we see something in the book, we're like, God, did he hear that on on the yeah. show? Let's no, discuss. then he would, I, would, I would have Nick heard. About Hi, Nick hey, Spencer. What's up, Nick? Hi, Nick. We love like, I mean, you. We're, awesome. no, we're JR <laughs> We're going to miss you so goddamn much. Oh. Come
3: back
6: soon. Come back soon.
3: I, I will say this. For all the gripes I've had about his run, and, and I think a lot of them are legitimate, maybe they weren't his choices, maybe they're editorial choices or whatever, but... Yeah, it's a huge letdown that he's leaving the title. Yeah. It really is because, like I said, unlike with one more day or big time or whatever, where you read and you're like, oh god, I can't believe this. Yeah. You know, you actually were reading his stories, truly believing he respected yeah. the character and his mythology, and his mythology, and he wasn't out there to piss on it because he was trying to, you know, earn Twitter points or or score yes. with somebody or just yes. piss off the fans. So yeah, yeah right, Nick Spencer. Will be missed,
2: and you know. and you know what I, I want to say this about Spencer as well before I go back uh, to my uh, Carly's dead Beatles moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, much like Paul is Paul. You know, Paul died. You know, this is this is my I'm on. A, uh, that's my new conspiracy. Carly's dead. All right, so. Um, one, one thing I, I will say about Spencer as he's, as he's, you know, as he's about to, to walk out the door, uh, cause you know, we, we, we try to keep it apolitical here. We, we try not to get into politics and stuff cause we all, all ourselves, we all have wildly different political views. Right. Uh, yeah. but one thing I will say this is that Dan Slott used his soapbox to push his political shit 24 seven in Spider-Man mm-hmm. every goddamn issue and Spencer who himself, aligns a lot with slot has has for the most part not done that and has just been like you know what let's just let's get to the story and and leave all the other garbage behind and 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 to that i give spencer so much credit because it's a strong writer that can deny that urge and a weak writer that indulges it
5: Mm.
0: speak uh to the point of kelly's what if Carly Cooper was uh dead all along. Eric says Kelly's getting all the no prizes. Yeah.
3: Me? Yeah. So so <laughs> that's, the that's thing a good is, one. That's a great one. I think one, it's yeah. the glasses. The glasses made the difference. So the <laughs> thing yeah. Is, yeah. she's right. seeing into the future of what's coming. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so the thing about Carly being dead, if you're looking at this issue, you know, because she's sitting there talking to Harry, hanging on Harry at one point. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. what a floozy. Um but uh because didn't she have a boyfriend? Isn't she with overdrive? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, you know. Anyway. Well, he's going to hell. Yeah, he's going to hell. Yeah. Yeah. But uh so. but yeah, yeah. So she's hanging on Harry, looking down at Harry's body. But if she's if she's looking down at Harry's body, then what is she holding on to? Maybe yeah. she her. maybe they are both dead and already in the afterlife. Maybe Carly died at some point off panel
1: and we didn't know it. Maybe mm. they're on that island, uh, with those people that crashed in the plane, you know, lost.
2: Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe she's maybe she's all on the Smoke island of on. F off out of my comic. But she's a chameleon <laughs>
6: with no She's a chameleon with no real identity.
2: Has that's she talked? To, has she talked to anybody else since Mary she's been Jane. back? Mary Jane. Mm. <laughs> but but maybe but, she's
6: the Gwen clone that wandered off.
2: But how 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 recently did she talk to Mary Jane?
0: Like what? Then it's been a Spencer's while. First five ten issues.
2: Okay, so so but that's the thing though, because she vanished after that.
0: Yeah
5: yeah.
0: Is
2: mm-hmm. it twenty five when they went to the play together? And then she yeah, but I mean that was what a year ago, over a year ago. Yeah. Two years ago. But I mean, that's the thing. She went away for the longest time and now she's back. And I'm like, wait a minute. Has, has she actually, is this like some end night Shaman bullshit? Did, did she, <laughs> has she, have we seen her talk to anybody since we've been back other than Harry? and Ma-
0: Well, Mary Jane, yeah. she hasn't been at the lookups.
2: She came back. She's going out so, with overdrive. Has overdrive said anything about, Oh, Hey, my girlfriend called me. She's okay. No,
6: she talked with, um, she talked with one of the cops in the hallway when Overdrive was in the hospital, I thought, because they were going to come and, and beat him up or shoot him yeah. or something.
2: Oh. Yeah. But but was that recent? Well, uh, uh, Sin Eater, the Sin Eater or, arc. I so think... In, I, I, it's I, time I, that was like five days ago. I think she's dead. I think she died. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if, if, if Spencer pulls that off and suddenly we find out that Carly's already dead while we're all sitting around going, oh, please, Christ, kill Carly!
0: That's the last thing he needs to clean up, isn't it? Oh, my God, my...
2: Mind blown!
0: I, I will Kelly, you made his day. You will,
2: you you will see. Yeah, you will see. Uh, you yeah. you you will see me smile the way I have never smiled before. If that happens, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, what are your opinions?
4: I, I you're mean, the one
2: that got this rolling.
4: Well, I personally, I kind of agree with Hobby. I think that this is a chameleon situation, and I think that this was set up by everything else going on, um, as has been revealed. Um, <sighs> Because I'm, I'm a little like I'm honestly a little confused by this issue. Yeah, um, I kept trying to figure out like, am I missing a page? Am I missing a part of a sto- The story, um, because right now I think we technically have do we have like four Harrys now? Because there's there there's AI Morg. Harry. Yeah, there's more carry. There's this obvious. Fake Harry that's been locked up for an undetermined amount of time, and
2: mm-hmm. but could be dead Harry, could be actual.
4: Well, I mean, Harry's Harry. already dead. Like we have literally a dead. Maybe body. it's
2: maybe it's soulless dead Harry, and Kindred is the soul.
4: Well, that's and that's the thing, and that's what I'm saying is though is that we've got Kindred, we've got an AI, we have what I believe is probably chameleon, like a chameleon as Harry, and then his dead body, and I'm. I kind of have a feeling Carly's going to also be a chameleon, and this is going to be a part of this whole plan from the very beginning. About which will undo everything, I think.
0: But what is Stanley Osborne says Hornacek?
4: (sighs) That's a good question because too, where has Stanley been? Yeah, because we haven't seen Stanley since what Red Goblin really.
2: Well,
4: you know, I don't think
1: he's been back since then. He has another son. Yeah. 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 Harry's an
2: awful person at the end of (laughs) the day.
0: Um, Enigma, thank you for the super chat. Next thing you know, Brad will torment us with some rare Gwyn Norman porno. No, Brad will not. (laughs) (laughs) Not on (laughs) the YouTubes. Not on the YouTubes, not on the Twitters, not on the Facebooks, not on the Twitch. Brad will not. Patreon
2: exclusive. No, no.
0: not even there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: no. <laughs> but thank you for the super chat enigma.
2: Uh did, sister, I think I think didn't you remove those statement. episodes that we did where like we reviewed those? I'm or I reviewed that. those. Those are yeah. lost. Those are gone. Those are. Those, oh, they're oh they're wow. Lost. They are <laughs> lost.
0: <laughs> they're lost. They're gone. And that's because George and I want to be gainfully employed.
2: Uh, uh I, I wasn't consulted. Number one. Uh, number two. <laughs> Brad, Brad well, wants fine. to be gainfully employed. I'm, that's I'm fine I mean. with it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a product of its time. It, I'll put it very it much the so. thing about those, everyone's the
1: that yeah. you're saying, this has more, um, uh, this pays more attention to continuity than the current dance lot run. <laughs> it,
2: it, it did though. That's the sad that, thing. That it, it really did. It really did. Um,
0: uh, we're almost out of time. I mean, have we said anything that hasn't been said yet? Con wise, anything? I got, Go ahead, I, I got
6: a small pro yeah. for three artists. They all blended together so much better on the, this issue than in other chapters. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as jarring for me bouncing between the three. Um, and just the art seemed a lot cleaner and, and more vibrant in this issue. Um, so that, that helped me enjoy it a bit better and let me give it an A, but just like we've all said, just the big broom that Spencer brought and just pushed some of the worst yeah. aspects of the last, you know, 12 years or
0: so uh, yeah. that just a blast. Adam's talking about Carly drinking that Goblin energy drink. I, oh yeah. maybe she, yeah, and, she was maybe she common. drank the fluid face. again.
2: Maybe it killed her. Ooh.
4: Maybe that's why you don't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> <There you
0: go>. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo,
4: Bravo. There,
0: that, that's the Surgeon General warning: Do not uh, drink the Goblin. Ha, have it get into your pores. Not get, yeah, your mouth. Can I, I throw wow. out a, a
1: crazy theory?
0: Yeah, go ahead, man. All
1: right. What if we get to 74 and it doesn't (laughs) really end? There is no resolution. Oh, no. Because Spencer is going off to take care of his little startup thing. What if he has plans on coming back? And that's why they're using Ben Riley, They're just going to put Peter on ice for a while.
2: I don't know. I I, I think he's He's making this – I mean, uh, here's the thing. I mean, how does this how does thing that do with Marvel? Oh, Marvel, I'm leaving you to do this other thing for more money, but don't mm-hmm. worry. I'll be back when it fails. That, no. that, that, that's uh, that's kind of hinky. Yeah, okay.
1: No. It's crazy theory.
6: Well, I mean, the hinky of this is kind of confusing because, like, like you're saying, I mean, he's doing all this stuff to give us a clean slate for Peter. Yeah. But then the next issue, we're, we're yeah. spotlighting Ben. I mean, yeah. we know now that Peter's still going to be around. If you've looked at the solicits, uh, honest- we don't know how or why, but it is weird that we're we're basically getting a clean slate for Peter and then he's off the table, and we well, have to wait for the anniversary. I, I, I yeah. think
0: it was McNulty or someone that said it a couple podcasts ago. I think this is a placeholder until we can find a better writer. It is. We, we didn't. We didn't. It is. Didn't, no, Spencer was leaving, uh, is what it sounds like, and whole oh, crap, we we got to fill some time. But the, I'm the, now sure now Marvel is-
6: has Peter David and JM D'Amatis' numbers,
3: and well, yeah, JM is going to write the him. new Ben Riley yeah. series, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah. Is. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah. The thing is, we got a Spider-Man movie coming out in December, so mm-hmm. the Spider-Man comics are not going to be have Peter Parker. I mean, yeah. boom, I think he's you know? in it. I mean, that's not, yeah, he's in. Yeah.
4: I also, I also think too. If, if the placeholder idea is correct, which of course, I you know, because I don't yeah. even know how they're going to bridge this gap otherwise, like that has to be it. I think it's a smart idea to then not have them with Peter and instead focusing on a story where Spider-Man is been Riley for a while, just so that way if they kind of mess that all up they just get to go back to Peter as we know is going to happen anyway. But I have a feeling this is going to tie into something regarding like, he's not going to be able to be Spider-Man for a little bit because of things that go on in the next issue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Interesting.
4: Um
2: although I, I and i said this on on the discord mm-hmm. that that cover uh, that variant cover that or i guess it's not a variant cover i guess it's just a real cover I, I don't remember which issue now it is but where they're in the hospital mm-hmm. yeah the yeah. Art, yeah. and yeah. And, you, and you see it like kind of time progression and on the last one it looks like mj's about to beat ass mm-hmm. on on that uh, doctor with a gun which is so severe that that whole thing looks so severe the, the crazy bald doctor with a gun and gwen coming up behind um if they're meant to be, if Peter and, and Mary Jane, did I say Gwen? Peter yeah, yeah, yeah. and Mary Jane. I'm sorry. Well, it's because we talk, We talked this whole goddamn show about Gwen. That's true. So uh, anyway, uh, but if it turns out that like Peter and MJ are still in this and MJ's doing things like beating ass.
0: Here you go. Here's your picture. You're yeah, talking
2: about, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. It makes me rethink not reading this. Now, here's the thing, because this is ASM right here. Right, Brad?
0: Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, ASM. Okay.
2: Yeah. Because uh, how many titles is this thing?
0: I mean, title is is just asm there there might be some uh there's the bay, they, they, the bay. They, they, they,
2: i about to say they. yeah I'm about to say they don't they don't ever do just asm brad uh okay so there's at least one other thing uh yeah screw that i'm not getting that but I'll, I'll i'll at least i i think if peter and mary jane are still a big part of it i'll still at least get the the amazing spider-man stuff even if it's centered around that Piece of crap clone. Look and all at the Doc, and all the clone too, Yeah, man. because the other thing that interests me is because we've been seeing, yeah is because we've been seeing Doctor Octopus and Aunt May. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the promo art, and that's intriguing. And I'm like, yeah. God bless. There's there's things I hate, and there's things I love. I hate brain trusts. Mm. <clears throat> I hate garbage clone crap. I love Ant Man, Doc Ock, love Peter and Mary Jane. So it's like. I'm starting to rethink. I'm very torn right now about where, mm. I, where, where what, what I am. About,
3: what about Spider Man fighting uh, Daughters of the Serpent and getting there beating his webby butt? That just mm. turned me off something fierce. Um, well, I, I, need, I, I need context. Maybe, we don't know. Maybe he's drugged.
2: Mm. You know, a lot of times when people beat ass, Kingpin, for example, Spider Man's been drugged. He's not at 100%. Maybe there's something that, that he's not 100% at, JR. We don't know. We need context context we need vital context all right
0: mark. what we need it oh hobby you're sending me stuff what do you want to show um <laughs> it's like how can you miss oh okay here we go yeah you gotta Got you gotta get that Copy cover right image there. here we go okay there you go who what is aunt may there what is aunt may doing that looks like ultimate aunt may it looks like What's she's cool.
2: dressed up to impress dr Octopus. is what it looks like are they on a date no, he, he oh, is no. dressed up
3: in his best outfit
2: Oh. from week cakes to showing off her legs.
4: Okay. Well, Dude, Look, <laughs> if they're if they're going to put them back together, then I'm out. So <laughs>
0: Kelly's
2: got her.
4: <laughs> There's
0: Kelly's line. <laughs> That's funny.
2: Now, right. back, back in the day when Aunt May said be in bed by nine, she meant because you need, you need your sleep. Now, when Aunt May says be in bed by nine, she means she's, she's going to be knocking boots with a, a with Uh-oh. auto maybe.
0: Oh. On that note, um, that all head? right, let's wrap it up. Um, <laughs> uh, rawr, even Benton's like, oh no, he was offended with the one thing. Now he's really upset with the, uh- oh God, stop with the cats. Uh, <laughs> <rawr. Rawr>, <laughs> fine. Javi, you and Batman, what are your final thoughts? What did Batman Uh, think? We didn't get Batman. Yeah, what does Michael Keaton think?
6: Yeah, I kind of thought that the ASM issues were going to be like the point issues and the Sinister War was going to be the main event, but uh, it wound up being the reverse. And really, Sinister War should have been the SW. And the amazing ones were the ones where I got the most enjoyment out of because so much stuff has been
0: taken away now and uh, looking forward to the future, whatever it brings. I agree 100%. The ASM issues were much more entertaining and interesting to me than the the uh, the miniseries. Yeah, I agree 100%.
2: George, final thoughts? I got, I got to go TT. I'm doing the TT dance. Wow. <laughs> 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 so like, I don't have any final thoughts other than, God, I have to use the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Mark, final thoughts?
1: I'm going to end with uh, ruining George's night here. What if this is a, a chameleon, Carly, and the real Carly is going to have to come back? And now we're going to have two Carlys in the book.
2: Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me, Dark Mark? Don't you put that evil on us? <laughs> uh, Kelly,
0: final thoughts.
4: Um, these were
0: these were pretty, issues. uh,
4: pretty decent <laughs> issues. Uh, these things happen. Episode, yeah. <laughs> these things do happen, and uh, I think that this this episode is. Um, Interesting, and I hope people enjoy it.
0: (laughs) It was it was a trip. I would almost say this episode we covered a lot of ground in this show. We did.
4: This this
3: episode
0: not all of it complete. No, Brad. I'm sorry, Brad, (laughs) because we didn't have the man's grades. Brad, how are you going to graduate college, Jr. without any grades? Come on. What
3: What's your final
0: thoughts, Jr.
3: (laughs) You just took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say my final thoughts are incomplete. Oh, Uh, (laughs) you. All the, yeah, good God, yeah,
0: Hornacek. Yep, this was an episode. I agree. <laughs> Man, these, these things happen. And they, Enigma, they, you shut your mouth, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, guess what? We have another episode. Forty-one people watching right now.
2: I don't. We, I'm off to go to the bathroom.
0: He's off to tinkle. I don't. Whoa, holy hell! He just left. Really, he's gone. <laughs> everybody, look around. You see him? He's gone. Um, we have another episode, uh, Javi and Kelly and myself joined by Neil and Tyler's uh, on vacation. So we're, he'll have him next month. But we're going to review some spider satellites, including the free comic book day, uh, which talks about Spider-Man Beyond.
5: Yes,
0: so it does. you can hear our thoughts on that. Uh, go to patreon.com crawlspace and the live stream is going to start in after we all tinkle.
5: <laughs>
3: so, so. there'd be a lot of incomplete ratings in that. Oh, show. shut up. I'm going to talk to you in a month. <laughs> <laughs> and you better
0: bring me a grade. Bring me pictures of Spider Man 2 while you're at it. All right. It's been fun. We're done.